recording. All right. Hey, uh, Gogs, I, uh, I wrote no I, material. Go ahead. I heard that you uh, prepared a song for, for the <laughs> evening. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, no. you were, so, okay, uh, yeah. I'll lay sure. down a little bed of music. Lay down a bed. Oh, it better be to the tune of Oh, wait, hold it's, on. it's the most wonderful time of the year. And now it's going to have to be. <laughs> it was going to be the Oak Christmas Tree because it's the first song that popped in my head. <laughs> the, first, <laughs> the, the first song that pops in your head is Oak Christmas <laughs> I don't know why, but it was like, oh, moly time, oh, okay. moly right. time. We're going to talk about film. Oh, moly's time, oh, moly's time. You're going to probably regret hearing this. Oh, moly's time, oh, moly's time. Here, what is one and what is nine? Oh, Molly's hey. time. Oh, Molly's time. It's time to reflect on film. Yeah, <laughs> all right. All it. right. Yeah. Woo, and the crowd goes wild. The I crowd's going, be, be just jacking on. I, 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 may, I may insert crowd noise. I don't Please, know. Please. Bring out, bring out Sean on a Bowser for president. Uh, yes, as, as the intro would lead you to believe, it is the 2022 Molies. Oh man. My favorite episode of the year, to be honest. I, I love, I love lists and I love populating lists and it's just, oh, lists. I, I you're real Oscar lists. Schindler. Lists are the best. It, I, I, I think it, it speaks to my possible undiagnosed autism, but I fucking love lists. Like oh, they're lists, so much fun. Lists, lists get me through my and life, dreams. man. If I don't have a list when I'm starting my day, things aren't. Nothing's getting done. I need things to check off. I can't remember which I I can't remember which year it was. But do you remember when we did a movie and did the Molies like at the same like it was like four young man's young that that, the year we did that we did the Last Jedi yes episode that was was it and the Molies in the same night. But I don't think I thought, we watched it. We just recorded it. We did it. the Punisher one year and did the Molies, I thought. The Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Mm. Uh, I, I, I remember it like out. No, because Dolph was, I, that would have been Dolphgist. Mm. So that would have been I thought, August. I thought it was The Last Jedi and we talked, that, that episode was forever long because we hated that movie. <laughs> wait, no, we couldn't, wait. Oh yeah, yeah, we did hate that. I, cause I still haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker, so that was a, yeah, yeah. I, I still am envious of you about that. All right. Well, let's get it underway. Uh, God, let's get on until we die. You're the, you're the so to get, to get all this out of the way first, we start with the lowest rated one first, like three to one. Correct. Because God's is going to ask in like two minutes anyway. I will. <laughs> no God's question so far this year. That's unusual. We go three to one or five to one, depending on category, mm-hmm. ending with the best or worst. Okay. Correct. What's We're our first? Sure, our first category. Order. Where do we want to? Where do we want to start with categories? Should we start with movie the podcast movies? Yeah, I think that's what we usually do. All right, let's we'll start, start with, with our bottom. And, and again, if this is your first Molies, uh, when we say movie the podcast movies, these are all movies that we watched in this calendar year. So in just canon that we reviewed. not not like movies that we because we'll get into like outside of the show movies. That now, we probably talked about on the show, but but yeah, this all the movie, the podcast movies are stuff that we watched within the last year. Just for Sorry, clarity's sake, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, I tried not to double dip, so yeah, there are too. movies that are 2022 movies that we also reviewed, but I tried not to put them in the same. Yeah, there's a, there's actually like three or four. There's a surprising amount this no, year. Yeah. 
we watched a lot of 2022 movies this year. And we, the, the thing that I think is going to be the most interesting about this year, it, it was like, we watched a lot of good movies this year. Like a yeah. lot of good movies. Like, mm-hmm. like for the, yeah. Well, both for the show and IRL, I had a hard time picking the worst ones. I think oh, I had uh, a very easy time think, picking the worst ones. I think we're all going to have different tops this year. I think it, it's going to be very, just, very just different. Like, just like senior week. Well, Goggs, um, is, Goggs is my top. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, but I mean, he's really more of a verse, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, this, well, so, so this works into the one of the three jokes I wrote that TJ charged me with. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what I will refer to as movie the podcast's bottom three, which is also what I refer to my penis. So we've got. Uh, <laughs> All right, I, I got to remember to add a laugh track too. Add a laugh track. Noise so laugh these. Track. So, I should fucking I, dogs. You need to go because I think you can only do it since you're recording it. Mm-hmm. But you need to look up one of those um, streamers. Do it that get one of those little. Um, Sound effects bank. I mean, I could just do it here on my phone. It would be terrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Next oh, time. Yeah, yeah, next you, time. You need that download one. You could just hit a little key because I think it would pick up on yours. Since you're bram, bram, bram. All right. So anyway. Oh, definitely uh, reggae. Going home. Movie the podcasts. Bottom three movies we reviewed this year coming in in the three slot. Let's go to number one in our hearts. Number one in the order. Sean Grolkowski. What do we got, buddy? Uh, standby. I had a table here. Okay. <laughs> it's starting off just as start as meaning to go on. Uh, my worst uh, movie, the podcast movie? Yes. Third worst is a tie between Avengers of Justice, which is not a real movie, and I'm the movie pinned. Firewalker. Oh. If we're doing that, okay. right? We're pinning yeah. those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the, other, the, the other one it's tied with is Firewalker, the Chuck Norris vehicle. That was... Mm. Fucking terrible. Yeah. My uh, list is not so Force much. Wars is pinned. Yeah. Uh, my list is not so much, uh, the technically worst movies as it is the most boringest movies. <laughs> and worse. like, I think we found that, like, you know, going back to our old creed, oh. if you're going to be, go ahead. Uh, no, sorry. I was, I forgot about something I wrote down. I just remember this movie being intensely boring, but not much else. Like, even though the plot was fantastical and bizarre, it was just flat, and Chuck Norris was really bad. I I have it on my list, because I kept a spreadsheet this year, and I was looking at I gave it a four, but I couldn't tell. I didn't know Chuck Norris was in it. Um, What, what, What was the plot? That was the, that was the Louis Louis Gossett Jr. Chuck Norris, they start off and they're like neat, neck deep in sand, and then they're oh, like, yeah. that was my pick. Uh, uh, Alec, I have a, a, a um, I have a, a procedural question. Is it pinned if it's in a different category? No. No. Okay. Just well, if it's first, in the same, the same category. Force Wars is also pinned for me. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, Force Wars was so With, fucking bad. Yeah, but Firewalker is, you know, in that tradition of, Star Wars butt in or Die Hard butt in, but it is Indiana Jones butt in, and it's like none of the jokes work. Like everybody's irritating shit. Louis Gossett Jr., who like that whole month was just a fucking trudge. It, it's oh, that yeah, was a very was, midland month. Like when, when uh, you like when you the Witch dot com version of an Alan Quartermain movie, that's pretty which, bad. Which is also a canon. <laughs> yeah, I mean he tried. Um, yeah. but he didn't succeed in like anything. 
The karate was really bad. It's just everything. Like the he like I don't know why they kept trying to put Chuck Norris in as this like suave kind of like Harrison Ford esque action man. But like all he can do is invasion USA. Like don't let that guy talk, like for any reason. No. Let the, um, let them legs do the talking. I also yeah. remember it being like and I, this is par <laughs> for the course for this era of film, but I remember it being like weirdly like rapey, if I remember correctly. Like, yeah, well Chuck yeah. Well, well, it wasn't weird because it was the 80s and it was a canon movie, but yeah, like in didn't present Chuck, day. If I remember correctly, didn't Chuck Norris out of nowhere? He's like, so what color panties you got on? Yeah, it was something yeah, like yeah, yeah, it was very. Yeah, it was not good. Um, but uh, yeah, that was it for me, along with the tide pinned one. So I, are we doing Snake or are we just doing what just are we you doing? send it to somebody. I'm going to kick it over to Alec Harris oh, for moving the podcast. Uh, <laughs> my, my third, my number three, number three is Hulk Hogan's The Ultimate Weapon. Uh, uh, pin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, uh, what was that? It was awful. It was I don't. So I think you might have missed that one. I think Kobe might have no, been on that one. I missed I would, that. I wouldn't say list. you missed it. Uh, gods, number three. All right, well, my number three, because I wasn't following the rest of your guys' rules, my number three was Clerks 3. Uh, pinned. Uh, Fuck pinned. me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, so then TJ, I guess. Uh, my number three was Ultimate Weapon, the Ultimate Weapon. I guess so now we, we can talk about We can it. talk about it now. Can we all talk about it? Yeah. Also, what it, a when Sean, when, piece of trash. When Sean said Alec Aerith from Movie the Podcast, I don't know why it sparked this in my mind, but I was kind of drunk watching football on Sunday. And they were, you know how they do like the lineups? And they show like, and, and there was like, they were showing all the players and their positions and their names. But like for some of the players, <laughs> for, for, for some of the Jesus Christ, man! Get it, right, bro. For some of the players, there was R's next to their name, and I was like, "Oh my God, are they Republicans?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was worth it. <laughs> and I like legitimately thought about it for a second. I was like, "Oh, the rookies." No. <laughs> anyway, oh, so the ultimate weapon is a piece of trash. It was Holy so shit! Boring. It's um, so boring. Like I, I honestly can't remember the plot. No, Hulk, Hogan, remember Hulk Hogan is the ultimate weapon, and he and his his best friend's son, son yeah. have to go. Like they go fly a helicopter to like disarm a small nation or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he run, he runs afoul of some businessman who then kidnaps his daughter and tries to turn her into a prostitute. <laughs> All I can remember I about, that. about that movie is Hulk Hogan's like bizarre St. John's Bay drip. Yes. Like where did they even get polo shirts that big? And his hair. He had like a, a his hair like oh, was yeah. a little longer and like flipped back or like yeah. pushed almost not like uh it wasn't like comb straight back like data from Star Trek, but it was like it was like a backwards like waif almost. Like it was it's hard to describe. It, but was, it was it was something. I, I think the thing I took away most from it was Hulk Hogan in that movie, like put on his and we've watched a number of Hulk Hogan movies on this show, but I always think it's funny when he puts on his like Terry Bollea voice 
Because that's a voice, too. It's not like his... Na- like, he doesn't... Just, like, But, like, he's trying to sound serious, so he, like, en- over-enunciates all his words. It's very funny. But, yeah, I was... Sean beat me to it. His fucking clothes in that movie were so fucking funny. Because he's supposed to be this, like, fucking commando. But he's wearing these, like, you know, off-the-clearance racket. Like, you know, I got three bucks in Kohl's cash for every pair of chinos I bought or whatever. Like, <laughs> fucking wild and i remember the one scene that was kind of funny was like in the very beginning they like blow up they create like an international incident because they're supposed to be like mercenaries but they blow up this like country's like weapons depot out of nowhere and like oh that it was so bad we watched a lot of movies this year with like uh world war three ramifications (laughs) yeah yeah and uh international incidents it was terrible. All right, so who's next? We're we're up to number two, I believe, right? We everybody yeah. got their number three. Yeah. So back yeah. to Sean. Uh, Sean. My number two was the perfect weapon. Oh, so okay. Right. So then, to me, my number two was Clerks Three. Okay. Uh, and, uh, so that must good. be your number one then. It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Gogs. My number two, which I think is pinned, this is going to get real confusing real fast, was the uh, the Shawn Michaels vehicle, Avengers Farce Wars. That's also my number two. So that's okay. Also can we, yeah, can so, we, yeah, yeah, so we can talk, talk, about, talk about, that. about that? That movie sucks shit. It's one of the worst people. If, it, and I'm going to jump a little bit into my number one, but it okay. shows you how awful Clerks 3 was that Clerks 3 beat out this thing that is barely a fucking movie. Well, this it's, is a. A spoiler for later. Uh, the only reason Clerks Three is not pinned for me also is because it is on a separate list. <laughs> well, yeah, you doing you had your weird like Avengers uh, European rules or whatever. You Avengers Force <laughs> War was like a movie made for no one. There's like no jokes in it. It doesn't land. Like it, it's it has like literally no budget. Like it's, like two dollar budget. It's the worst. It, I, it's terrible. And the funniest thing about it for me was that I watched that. And then I immediately watched, uh, which, what was the, the dark jokester? Simon Rex. That's his name. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Red Rocket. Yeah. So I watched Red Rocket immediately after this. And like, he's so bad as the dark jokester, but he's really good in Red Rocket. It's just like unbelievable. Like, I can't like, just, imagine being just an actor. The room and, and then turning around and seeing like fucking, uh, I don't know, Tommy Wiseau in like, uh, yeah. a Gaspar No movie. Like, what the fuck? What is this? Like, what yeah, am I it's, doing? It's just got, I think I even said it on the show at the time, but it's gotta be wild to be a fucking actor and like, you're on, you're in farce wars and then you're like in a real movie. Like, that's gotta just feel fucking weird as hell. Yeah, like, put food on the table, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, and he's a good actor, but like, the, the, Farce Wars was like a weird mashup of like Star Wars and Disney and like Marvel and, but, but like, it's also it, like one of those movies where like the satires, like, or the parody's really bad because they, the people that wrote it only have the most base understanding of the thing that they're parodying. They're you really know what just, I mean? par- like, they're just parodying the trailers. They don't really have, right. yeah. Uh, it's like, like it's like a lesser of the like meet the Spartans date yeah. movie fucking scary movie seven kind of parody well, movie. Like poor Ahemplo, like I don't care for Family Guy, but when they do the Star Wars parody, they're funny because like they're there's some really deep cuts. Like the one of my favorite jokes in there is like the yeah, you know what? I asked them those guys for a rail, and you know what they told me? What? They're afraid we would lean on it when they're standing right next to the fucking oh, yeah. Star Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree completely. But yeah, uh, Avengers, 
uh, Avengers of Justice Farce Wars. Avengers of I Justice can't even say Farce, Wars. Farce Wars. Awful. Just fucking. Just like it's just, wild, just wildly unnecessary. Like just not. And, and, I mean, when you're you're like star of the movie is the fucking guy that lied about nine eleven from the league. I mean, you're in yeah, a stolen valor. Steve Ranzizi, or whatever his <laughs> name is, is out there. Yeah. Being, what was his name? Like Doctor Penis or whatever. I don't the invincible even guy. I'm pretty sure it was Doctor Penis. <laughs> wasn't his thing like he only had his power? He was like our man, right? Like he only had his powers for like 60 minutes or something. Or am I remembering something was, completely different? That, he didn't have powers for the entire film we watched. Just, I thought he did have powers. I don't know. Did he not have his powers because he like was? It was like a night owl thing or something. Oh, he was like a bad man. He was like a bad man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was just crippled yeah. with self doubt and his oh, life. Yeah, there's a whole so bad. So fucking bad. Yeah, but anyway, that's so. There we go. So now we're through. We're 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 to the top, the top spot, right? The number one spot. Did everybody get there too? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, Top spot. Uh, uh, Sean, go top of the order. Uh, Mine is nonstop the Liam Neeson airplane movie. I missed that one too. Uh, was bad. God, that was it is so- probably the most technically competent of all of these movies we're talking about. It is also like the most inescapably boring, probably because of the same. Yeah. And like, I don't know what Liam, if Liam Neeson like is sentenced to do these movies as some kind of like racial sensitivity uh, payback thing or something. But like, I don't know why does he need the money that bad? You have a like, does he that... does he have castle problems or something? Like yeah. I, I don't or at like, this point, like a... at this point for him they're probably just easy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he, they're all the same like... formula. He just has to learn a few different lines. I still remember sure, that. But like, it's not thing... even like. But it's not like the Bruce Willis where he shows up for an hour and gets a million dollars. Like he's still like, you know, approximating human acting. Like he's still uh, doing stuff in the movie. Like I, just, I don't we, get it. What month did we watch that? Because I remember watching. You were it. out on my list. Are really? Yeah. I I, did I watch it? Watch it, was it on my own. Awful. You watched it independently because you, uh-huh. you uh, commented on it later. Okay. Um, I, I don't know that, why we would have watched it though. I don't remember what month. Didn't we have we, a whole it was the same Eastern month we watched Money Plane, I believe. So for whatever reason, that sort was. of flight based theme. I think it was. I can't remember. Um, I think my my favorite part of Nonstop was the like reveal that like they shot like a poison dart like through the entire plane to the the cockpit. It was like wait oh, yeah. what? Like it was. Did so, they shoot a poison and, dart through like a glory hole or something? Yeah. 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 It also, also it it, it had a, another trope that uh, another movie we watched this year that may or may not show up on somebody's list. But like it had the character is an alcoholic, but that alcoholism doesn't affect him in any way. Trope, no. Just like in Red Tails, where it's like you need to stop drinking. It, I mean, it didn't do anything in Why? the movie. Same with with uh, Liam Neeson. Like they they paint him like he's this broken man, but he he literally is the most competent person like that whole time, and it's incredibly boring because of it. Like nothing. Like he fix he figures everything out. Like it's. It's there's no fucking drama. What, what, what was the conceit? Like he was too bad. Drunk, so he, he let he didn't figure out nine eleven fast enough. That, was that is true. Like <laughs> Steve Renzizi or whatever. His name is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I I found that movie like like interminable and like it just I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. Like again, the Force Wars obviously is worse of a movie. Like. 
like it's it's the ultimate um what the fuck does Alec call it? that is like the funniest shit ever the uh what is the collection of movies the Shit, oh, the, 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 like, damn, yeah, Alec. The patient first collection or whatever <laughs> yeah. the you call it. Oh, yeah. the, uh, like the, yeah, the patient first waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is that. It is the, like. Once, I get, uh, once my Photoshop skills get up to snuff, Alec, we're doing a whole line of, of DVD covers. <laughs> we can do a whole month of those. We can do a patient oh, first month. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, Jiffy, that was it. Jiffy Tube. Jiffy Tube. Uh, Jiffy Tube, yeah. The Jiffy Lube always has the worst shit. The fucking was... Jiffy Lube. Uh, the Jiffy Lube near my apartment has switched to uh, Newsmax now, which is oh. which a lot of it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Hello. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get Daily Wire Plus so you can watch Terror on the Frontier or whatever the fuck. Yeah, didn't that movie make, uh, I think it made $300? Yeah, well, you're, I'm shocked when, like, the male lead is Donald Cerrone, who, like, I like that guy, but Jesus Christ. Hey, um, Al- Al- Cerrone? Donald Cerrone yeah. started a deli, you know. It, it Did you know called. that Vincent okay. Pell is, like, a fucking psychopath, by the way? Offline, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Who's a psychopath? Vincent Gallo. Oh, I, I mean, he's French, so. Yeah. I think he's from Buffalo, but go ahead. Oh, I thought he was French. He yeah. looks French, doesn't he? Uh, he sells shirts. He sells shirts on his website that, like, he wrote, he he buys like t-shirts and writes on them and sells them for like sixteen hundred dollars. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Alex getting mad, so let's move on. Move so. along. Are we on the number ones now? We are on the number. That one. was my number, number one. one. That was your number one. Yeah. Um, my number one was uh Morbius. Same. Yeah. That 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 narrowly missed my list. Yeah, that, that movie was is horrendous. Yeah, it was, and they are still there's jokes about that movie still pop up in my TikTok feed, <laughs> like people still mocking that movie now. Yeah, and bring and making fun of the re-release and the post-credit scene with Michael Keaton. Oh my god. Like, I guess I don't know why I'm here. I guess we should go fight Spider-Man. I think it. I think it <laughs> I don't know why I'm here, but I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. Well, based on what? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because, like, it's the ultimate. It's the ultimate movie. The podcast Gogs movie because, like, <laughs> it's funny. Well, no, I mean that's a compliment because, like. It's the memes are funny and it's funny to talk about. Like if you break down the plot and that like scene that was specifically we're talking about, like, oh, that's hilarious. But then when you watch the movie, it's like, it's like watching piss dry. It's like stinks <laughs> and it's boring. And it's like, wow. <laughs> so like you're, awful. you're comparing us talking about Morbius to how Gox describes movies that suck. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It, it's like, well, no, what I'm saying is, is that like, there's a lot of fun things around the movie, but then when you watch, like, like for example, like the memes with Matt Smith dancing to that "Have Sex" song, like hilarious. But even like during the movie, you're just like, I just want to die. Like, I don't, I don't want to be it's, here it's anymore. It's just a joyless, terrible movie, and it's made with. And the, I think the worst part is it's a joyless movie made so earnestly that they like, thought they were making a masterpiece. I, and it's I still, just... to this day, I mean, this was months ago, but I still remember whoever, who, whatever genius video edited the Matt Smith 
dancing to him going to a theater when they re- they they re-released Morbius and he was dancing and he got his popcorn in and he walked into the theater. Like, that was so funny. It's still funny. I'm still thinking about it. It was hilarious. Uh, have sex. <laughs> poop my pants again. <laughs> poop my pants, my friend. Yeah, oh, that, that was terrible. Something else. And they made it and they, like everything about that whole movie is wrong. It's like if you're picking Spider-Man films to make movies about, don't start with Morbius. Why would you cast Jared Leto? Why would you cast Matt Smith as the antagonist? Because he's not like that great of an actor. Maybe that's all they could get. I just it doesn't make sense. And what's why is they trusted the internet about the hype? I'm more excited. Go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. I'm more excited for the Madam Web movie than I was for that movie. Okay, At least Madam like, Web's a weird ass fucking character. And it's got Sydney Sweetie and she's got big old kid ears. Um oh. uh no, like, the uh wow. the Matt Smith has been oh. Matt Smith has been an awful antagonist in two movies that we've watched because he was also like the he was like the uh I don't what's the word like Skynet made flesh in that awful Terminator movie we watched. No, that was I, I thought that was um no oh, the other guy. It was Matt Smith? No, he was in, I don't know. I'm he was in the, that movie. The John Connor. Who was that guy? Matt Smith oh, Sam, was like that's Sam Worthington. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, fuck. The guy no, that's not Mark Strong. No, the guy. No, no yeah, you're no the oh, guy God. that he he's he looks like I can't think of his fucking name. He's he looks like uh, Joel Everyman, but he's not him either. But he played John Connor. That's what like, I'm thinking of. Yeah, Matt Smith was like he was like evil Skynet. Okay, it was, fucking, it was awful. But yeah, um, yeah, Morbius, fucking garbage. Alec is a million percent right. It's Morbin time. It was, he never says that in the movie either. Which it is, is a huge miss. It's kind of funny that the that the internet trolled Sony into like re-releasing it and losing money, <laughs> but like God, it was so bad. And also, what is up, Alec? You just touched on it, but what is up with this trend of putting something out with like a, an associated character, but not putting them in it? Like that new Scooby Doo, apparently, no Scooby Doo is in it. Scooby Doo is not in the show. Like, what, I mean, I'm okay with some stuff like that because like, wasn't that originally? It wasn't Scooby Doo at the start, was it? I think I later, know. later, it was like later they renamed it that. It was like the, oh. the whatever. Can you just like throw him in there? Like, I don't know. Like, it's like but Gotham, like, right? They didn't put I, Batman wasn't in until like the last season. Like, yeah, but Bruce Wayne was in it as a kid the whole time. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I don't want And like, who gives a fuck about Spider Man villains if Spider Man's not there? The mm-hmm. only, I mean, to be fair, Spider Man does have some interesting villains that you could probably make some good movies about. This is not one of them. No. You could probably make a good movie about Rhino. You could probably make a good movie about Craven. Um, well, they are with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, like Kingpin, you could make him because because everybody forgets he was a Spider-Man villain at first. He he a, a solo Kingpin movie could work. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Somebody's number one is. Yeah, who's uh, yeah. My my, uh, my number one is Clerks three. That was my number three. Yeah, that movie sucks too. It's I I hate Kevin Smith, and I think like I think what I hated the most about this movie is the number of people I saw that really liked it, and it was just so fucking bad. Like it is just it. it 
I actually think it's I, I we had this discussion on the show, but I think that it's worse than that saying silent the uh, yeah, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which was also like I agree devoid of creativity and just awful. But this was like even worse because this was like self-aggrandizing and just like he's just lost in his own like smell of his own farts, right? He's it, it, he's lost in his own like, shit stew. Like this dude, like I, he doesn't understand why people like his stuff, and he just is constantly trying to like intellectualize his own stuff that wasn't that great to begin with. Like, and this is me as a fan of his first like I don't know five movies, four yeah. movies. And it's just like, dude, like, get over it. You know what I mean? He, like, just, it was so awful and not funny. And, like, his his big creative or his big, like, narrative crux in that movie is both of his characters have heart attacks. Like, what? Like, I, Rosario Dawson is a ghost for some, well, she's a ghost because they probably couldn't afford to have her for more than a day. But, like. I, it was fucking awful. Like, it was just, and like, it looked bad, and like, it, everything about it was bad. Every, everything about it was just the absolute worst. And it made me, like, Sean has said this throughout the year, but like, that, that's one of those movies that it's like, man, maybe it's time to hang up movies for a little while. <laughs> like, if this is what's like, it, you know, it, it, this, this is what counts as comedy, bucka bucka, wuzzle wuzzle, like, like, this is what a movie is to people. This is what people are getting nostalgic over. People are saying they were like, getting legitimately, like, teary-eyed during this piece of shit. Like, I, I don't know. I hated it. I mean, All of those was, people need I legit therapy. also. Well, we were crying for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> crying out of I, 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 guys, I don't know if you have anything to add, but I, I just despise this movie, like, on, like, a fucking spiritual level. Like, I mean, I, it's just... It, it's it's joyless and soulless and you know uh just self-referential and just all these things that are i don't know it's such a fall from grace because i did same i used to love kevin smith stuff i love mall rats i love the original clerks right like uh i liked through dogma i think or maybe jane silent bob strike back but I, you well you like clerks too I like so Clerks too, yeah. And I, Zach and Miri, I think is, we can all agree Zach and Miri was kind of the last one. But yeah. then he just like he fell off so hard. I don't know why. What what happened? I guess he. I don't know. Whatever it is, and I'm trying to think. Are there any directors I, that on we, a long enough timeline have not disappointed us though? Yeah, I mean, him and Tarantino basically started their career at the same time. That like a little. True. Tarantino was a little bit before him, but like, relatively speaking, like they're parallel you know what i mean like honestly like clerks didn't get if you never had reservoir dogs you probably wouldn't have gotten clerks because reservoir dogs kickstarted that whole like indie film movement back then but you could say that they're they're more or less on the same track now the crazy thing is is in this movie kevin smith fucking compares himself to tarantino which is fucking absurd (laughs) (laughs) like i just i mean i don't know i i I don't think I'm out on an island here and saying that that Tarantino is a guy that has been con- like consistent through his whole career. Like I think he, if anything, he's only gotten better. But that's- uh, I would disagree with that probably. But oh, like I don't hard disagree with gotten better. Uh, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is one of his best movies. Like it's fantastic. It's I, I still, I, I know I've said this a million times, but like I feel like his lack of editing now uh, makes the movies 
suffer and not saying that they're still not better than almost every movie, but like, I, I think his movies suffer a bit. You think a, a, more, a more deft hand at the editing table. I, I don't would know. Be, I mean, I, yeah. I, agree, I agree to a certain extent, but I think that, like, I don't know, writing. I, I'm not going to sit here and say any of those movies are bad. Yeah. But. Well, with that, all those movies suck shit. So now let's talk about stuff that didn't suck shit. That's right. We're going to talk. Wait, did we clever? We, we cleared everybody, right? We're good? Yeah. All right, yep. shit fest for now. For now, <laughs> this is going to be wild. wild. I am so excited for this. This is going to be wild. What, I don't the think top three for MTV. I don't think anyone's going to pin. I don't think anything's going to be pinned. I really oh, don't. I think I think I'm pretty. I'm going to pin shit left and right. I, I don't think so. Mm-mm, I don't think so. Either. I'm like one of those bug collectors. I'm just gonna all right, Sean. Sean, go. Uh, again, I try not to pick. Like I didn't pick like only God forgives or any shit I've seen a million times. So with that preface, my number Dang. three is Tom Hardy's uh, Vehicle Vehicle Lock. Oh, yeah, great movie. That really was that was creeping into mine. That is a fantastic movie and like very ambitious uh, to do a oneer. Like it's one guy is in the entire movie, and then yeah. to do it all in phone calls and still be compelling. I know it was mileage may vary with some of that stuff with us. Like yeah. if, if I recall correctly, Alec got a little bored with it at parts. Yes. And, yeah. And the score was weird. But beyond that, man, I thought that movie was kind of a triumph because it's a very small story. But, like, I'm still just, like, as tense as I can be, like, in a, in a movie where the stakes are much higher. You know what I mean? Because I think we all fucked up somewhere. Uh, this yeah. is going to be kind of a theme for my my list anyway. Are movies about people who are fuck ups and like are aware of it, but have cannot change for whatever. But no reason. agency yeah. to do anything about and, it, right? And I, that that to me almost made it into my biggest surprise category because yeah. I remember not liking that movie, and then I watched it when I watched it on the show. I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, right. So yeah, uh, yeah. Again, this was a really, I think somebody mentioned it already, but this was a really strong year for movies for us. Like, we watched quite a few really good movies. Yeah, quality-wise, this is probably the best year. One of the better, a lot of certified good-ass movies. Probably one of the best, one of the best things to happen to the show is TJ not pulling out the too good rule. I, I, we've gotten rid of that rule for years. That, that rule is gone. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was wrong. Look, I, I'm I don't know. The themes I, were pretty strong too. The like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of waggle in the themes. Uh, Alec, okay, so um, my number three was Pleasantville. Ooh, another good one. Strong pick. Um, yeah, I love that movie. I, I, uh, it's a, it's a fun movie. I think everybody liked it that watched yeah. it. I think Sean, you might have missed it. I don't know if you watched it. I or missed not. it, but I do like that movie. Yeah, um, it was really good. It's an excellent movie. It's it's very well made, and it's really uh really tonal and not tonal, uh, poignant. Yeah. Um. But, but like knows- every, everybody's so good in it. Yeah. Like William H Macy, Tobey Maguire. Uh, what's her name? Reese Witherspoon, Joan Allen. Yeah. Joan Allen. Uh, the dude from Fast and Furious. I can't think of his name right now. The one who died. Jeff Daniels. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. It's the, it's the best Jeff Paul Walker's Jeff, ever been. Jeff Daniels in Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, he died. First, first one. He got oh, blown up on that bus. That's easily the Paul Walker's best movie. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Well, next to that T Rex movie. 
God, that's fucking <laughs> <laughs> like Danny the dinosaur or whatever the fuck. It's no, called. it's called like Tammy and the T Rex. I think. Yeah, it is. Tammy yeah. and the T Rex. We watched that a couple of years ago. It sucks. <laughs> It's awful. Where he's like, he's like, there's a hockey conceit that he's being hunted all the entire time. You bring that movie up a lot. It's called like, like it, it is. It, what the fuck's it called? Like, scared straight. It's got some weird title. Running scared. I think. Running scared. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, Pleasantville. Uh, it's a very good movie, and visually, it is absolutely stunning. And like, yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed considering it. it came out in nine, considering it came out in '99, those effects are insane. They're bonkers. Yeah. Weren't you I, saying they still don't know how they did it? Yeah, I, I, I think know. TJ yeah. said there's like some special effects podcast, and they still yeah. have no idea how they did some of the stuff they did. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's a YouTube 20, channel. 25 years later, they it's still really can't cool. figure it out. I think Sean turned me on to it, but they'll have like, they're, they're like three special effects guys in Hollywood, but they also break down like fight choreography sometimes. Yeah, I can't but remember they, Called, but yeah, it's really cool. Like they, it, but they don't know how. Like they were explaining how they do a lot of the color effects, you know, in that movie because that that's one of the cooler visual effects where it goes from like black and white to color. But they don't know how they achieved the like fire on the tree. It was pretty neat to watch. But I really enjoyed that movie. That was like that's like one of those happy mediums where I feel like it's a it's a real crowd pleaser movie. But it also had something to say, and I think it had like a lot of like I think the artistic choices in that movie were really cool. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that too. Uh, TJ number three. Um, this is going to be a controversial pick. Uh, my number three is Penitentiary Three. Ten. I, fuck off. Ten. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, uh, Gogs. Gogs. Uh, my number three. For movie the podcast movies uh was Violent Night. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, that was great. That was a great is that movie. one pinned? Is that one good? No, it's I have it in a different category. But so do I. Like, yeah. I mean, fair enough. But uh I, there this movie shouldn't have worked. Uh it did. It really tickled me. I I I don't know. I absolutely fucking adored it. And I think what's gonna be interesting about as opposed to the bottom MTP, the bottom three movies because you guys were saying movies, it's like, I don't even remember watching it, but I have scores for them. Like, I, and I think it speaks to the quality, right? Like, talking about Pleasantville, oh, yeah. I can recall scenes. Talking about sure. Locke, I can recall bits of dialogue, right? Sure. But, like, and Violent Night was just so much fun. And, like, David Harbour's so good in it. John Leguizamo's so good in it. Um, And it's like, like I'm saying, it had no right to be that enjoyable. And it worked. They, they hit the tone perfectly it could have been it could have been it could have fallen into way stupid and it just worked and it i don't know i loved it david harbour's great in it yeah uh, great. go see violent night put it in your christmas rotation it's it's on a few streaming things now yeah i want to say that it's on it's on peacock it was one of the things maybe maybe it's paramount i don't know it's one of the ones i was watching football on this weekend but it's the, it is available and stuff it's great i I like I, I know Gogs, you're big like in Alec too. You guys are big Christmas movie guys. When the season comes back around, I I hope that that ends up in your rotation. Now I feel like it will be. Oh, it's it's gonna definitely be in. My, I'm gonna yeah. show that I'm be, I'm gonna become a big ad. I have already been, and I will continue <laughs> to be a big advocate uh, spokesmodel for that movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Is that everyone in the three slot? Yeah, yep. we got. I think all the threes. All right, number two. Back to Sean. Uh, my number two is the aforementioned Penitentiary Three. Nice. Hey, oh. uh, so 
So yeah, Th- uh, uh, this movie this, was amazing. <laughs> yeah, this uh, the back to back double feature of the story of Ricky, which is a movie I think TJ and I have both seen like a dozen times, uh, a million, yeah, and okay. Penitentiary Three, which nobody had seen, is like the uh, PCU a bridge too far scene. <laughs> uh, this is our thesis for movies because like. I will never forget that movie. Like, as long as I live, there is shit that will Can stay I? with me beyond the grave. Like, this movie, this movie is a certified good ass movie through the scores of two tens and two sixes. Dude, I watched this movie. So we watched this on the show. I immediately watched it after the show. Like, I love this. Like, you got guts. So- it's Guts. so fucking Guts. insane. It's so poorly made. Like, it, like the ADR is all over the place. And, like, the last scene, like, the fucking mix is all off. And you hear the guy just scream, Guts, you got gut. Get him his gut. Guts. Guts. And you have, the like, fact that little... we watched, like, a, a fucking, like, uh, eight-track transfer of it <laughs> made it even better. Like, I don't want to see a restoration of it. Like, this <laughs> movie should exist only in that form. The kingpin is named, what was his name, like, Avalanche, or... No, uh, no, S- 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 Sahara? Sahara. 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 Serengeti. Serengeti. And he, he lives in this, like, gay palace it, for some reason, and the... He, in the heart of the prison. In the heart of the prison, and then he the lives warden, in the Black Lodge. The warden bet the the warden bets on the fights, but like it's so he, fucking insane. But he has that weird man involved at the end, but unaware and totally <laughs> incapable of stopping it somehow. Like, and, <laughs> and there's like a little person. Well, you can make day to kill somebody because we're having a boxing tournament. Like, excuse me. They they unleash. And they unleash a little person who is like a rabid dog who they they literally unleash him to rape the main character. He canonically yeah. tears I, off your penis. He fights. Yeah. <laughs> no, take his manhood. He, he takes his manhood. He yeah. fights off the rape. And then that little person becomes humanized and becomes like a wizard boxer. Oh, no, he gets humanized by being fed bed oranges. <laughs> Well, they're smoking the, crack the to keep rats away. Yeah, the bed oranges wean them off the crack pipe. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, it's the most insane fucking thing. They, they like, there's this weird romance they, that, bro, that's interjected in the middle where, like, they're like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna bring the female. Yeah, this movie is for you to too gay, with. son. <laughs> Yo, they let your man keep a saxophone on the prison transport. Not even in the jail. They're just like, ah, fuck it, just let him have it. Let's let's not forget the very beginning of this movie. There, I swear to God, I could be a little off, but there's literally like a line where it's like, it's a good thing you killed somebody because we need fighters. Yeah, (laughs) like in the paddy wagon. Like, yeah. I, I love this. Well, that guy was the guy who said that was the one who was playing the saxophone. The saxophone, which wasn't yeah. Obfuscated. Which was diegetic. Yeah. Oh my god. I, yeah, I'm, I, sax. I I know I know it, did, it didn't win everybody over, but this kind of insanely stupid shit. Like I give me nom 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 nom. Either I, I, it, I hope everybody enjoys Mister Sarah Kenny's present. Five minutes later, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> It was so fucking stupid. Bro, he just slammed that door into his dickhead 1,000 times in his guts. Guts. And then they have a pose-off. 
It's in the guts. They and they yeah. they did the two. The main battle at the very end is just the gayest thing I've ever seen. It's like two men sweaty in underpants. Like I know oh. we, we said it a couple times, but this movie is like one thousand percent gayer than Cruising. Oh, which is a movie about gay dudes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, I yeah. love Penitentiary Three a lot. I'm glad you did too, Sean. I, mm-hmm. I loved it. Alex, All right, number two. Uh, my number two was Infernal Affairs. Oh, pin. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. I was wrong about not having the pins. Uh, Gox. My number two was Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Ooh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Perfectly okay. And that's been, all right. So I, I haven't gotten uh, my number two then. Okay. Yeah, right? Number two. So my number two is Death Race 2000. That oh, almost yeah. made it Which onto mine. I absolutely, I've seen it before, but like watching it again, and I think like, I mean, we say this a lot about movies, but, like, I watched this when I was, like, a teenager. Yeah. But, like, the opening the opening a bit of that movie, and you see a guy with a Nazi flag, and, like, the weird parallels to fucking nowadays, like, kind of hit me a little too hard. Like, like, it reminds me a lot of, like, satire stuff from the 80s, like, specifically, like, Frank Miller stuff. Where it's like we kind of live in that reality now. Yeah, it's kind of three dollars a gallon. It's kind of depressing, but it's also like I just really enjoyed that movie. Like I loved all the ideas. I love like, I mean, we've talked about this a thousand times, but anything that has that kind of like battle royale, like every man for himself kind of competition to the death. Like I always love that shit. And Death Race is just really cool. I love. I love Stallone in it, how over the top every character is. Like, I loved, I, I, I just, I thought it was great. Like, I just really, really enjoyed that movie quite a bit. Like, I, I just thought it was a lot of fun. So, that was my number two. Would have made mine had I not seen it so many times. All right, so I guess we're back to Sean's number one. Uh, my number one, I'm certain, oh, is not going one. to get pinned. Uh, it is Long Car Wise 2046, a movie about doomed romance with a shithead main oh. character that cannot change. Almost uh, my number one. I really enjoy that movie a lot. I fucking love that movie. I love sad, fucking maudlin, depressing movies, especially when it's about, like, I could... I could have this thing, but I just can't do it. Like I can't refuse. Get my, can't get out of my way. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> I shut up, Stephen Dorff. It is more important to me to remain steadfast and never alter my behavior whatsoever than get the thing that would truly make me happy. And like that is something I can relate to. And like it's a beautifully shot film. Um, it also like uh. It was fun to watch it and then see it referenced so heavily in a movie that I'm sure will make at least a couple oh. of our lists later oh, on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think that movie's fucking gorgeous. Like, I love that director. I it, Everybody's fucking handsome as shit. Like, like it's a good-looking movie with good-looking people that are just fucking sad. And I, I love that movie so much. Um, yeah, also a big fan. Uh, that goes to Alec, number one. My number one is Rogue One. Hell Hell yeah. Yeah. A Star Wars story. Hell yeah. Uh, was that somebody else's number one? It was my number was two. Gox's number. Oh. Yeah, that movie fucking slaps. That movie's like, I think I said it when we watched it, whenever that was. Um, Like, it's low-key, like, probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It's just so good and so tight. And everything works in it that really, when you look at every other Star Wars property, shouldn't. Because the rest of them pretty much suck. 
<laughs> you got a, a season of The Mandalorian was good. Some of the original movies were good. Like ninety percent of Star Wars stuff that's been made is bad. It's not. It's more misses than hits. I want to use the, the Alec Iceberg video and just because you can have crazy shit in there. Like Rogue One is the only good Star Wars movie. Like, <laughs> right. like that is like your legitimate opinion, and I respect it. Like. Because what you didn't really see them when you're younger, right? Or didn't? Yeah, I, I, I have no like track not wars. For them. Yeah, yeah, track not wars. <laughs> Star Wars Trek and the Star Trek Wars. <laughs> He's dead, um, <laughs> But yeah, I have no like. I didn't watch them when I was a kid, so I didn't like have an affinity for them growing up. Um, I've seen them all at this point, but it's not like a part of my childhood like all you guys, where it's like sure. built in. Yeah. Um, and the prequels were mad at best. Probably. And the sequels I think, are, I, honestly, the sequels are worse than the prequels. I like the New Hope. I didn't think A New Hope was bad. They just didn't build on it like they should have. You, so you mean the Force, the Force the Force Awakens? The Force Awakens, yeah. yeah. The Force Awakens. <laughs> he, so they, he was they, right the first time. They didn't, uh, they didn't build on all the work they did with that one. So retroactively, it seems worse because... It just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. I completely agree. Well, they, they yeah. hand it over to Ryan Johnson, and he's just like, hey. Uh, stay tuned for more Ryan Johnson later. Just yeah. subverting expectations left and right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a bad movie. No one will expect uh, that. I think that, that is my, um, my, I think my most, uh, m- my biggest memory of Star Wars at all is fucking last that I'm looking over at Alec 10 minutes in the movie going, I don't think I like this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah and, I remember yeah. that distinctly. <laughs> I was shook. And by the end, you you confirmed that. Yes. I also, Ryan, Johnson, I, Ryan Johnson confirmed it for you. For, for, <laughs> it also is semi-related. I remember uh, walking into uh, Batman v Superman and looking at you. You were, you were a couple more people down, and you just gave me the big double thumbs down. <laughs> we were only like 10 minutes in <laughs> But you were also right about that. A great, a great theater experience too. Because if I recall correctly, Gogs was texting us during the movie. Or no, were you at another DC movie and texting you. us? No, yeah, I was there. Us, what was the one where you were texting and we're like, "Are you at the movie?" Texting, <laughs> yeah, this is a piece of shit. I don't care. <laughs> no, that was me. I watched. I went and saw it after you guys, like a few days or a week later. But I was in a theater by my house that has like 20 seats, and there was like nobody else in there with me. So I was just like on my phone playing the whole time, mad that I <laughs> mad that I paid money to see it. Well, that was that was a movie pass money. I don't think that that was a house movie money? pass. I just went because it was like a block from my house. I don't no. think that was a movie pass movie. God rest movie. their soul. God rest their soul. <laughs> yeah, Rogue One rules. Uh, so TJ. Uh, my number one is Infernal Affairs. Infernal Affairs. Hell oh, yeah. that's my that was my number two. That movie fucking uh, slaps. It's so good, man. Like it's just it's just one of the best of its kind, right? Like it's just the writing is so airtight, the acting is so fucking good, and it just moves. And I just, I it's a pleasure to watch that movie on the show. Like it was just, I I fucking I just adore that movie to pieces. Like another Tony to go back to Sean's pick, like Tony Long is fucking incredible like just yeah that guy that guy rules such a great movie and like i was happy that everybody loved it on the show because that's a movie i like i'm very very fond of and very precious over and like i don't know i'm glad it like went over 
very well. But uh, yeah, I I love Infernal Affairs. I think it's it's like one of the best like cop drama movies like ever made. Like I, I fucking love it. And yeah, besides I, cop drama, and I hate The Departed. So there you go. I was gonna say it's a good. Uh, it was a good remake of The Departed. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate The Departed. Um, it was a streamlined version of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'll never get over that. That like the fucking Departed is like an hour and ten minutes longer and worse. It's just like yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Gog, Wait, Gogs. Yeah, I was gonna say Gogs. You still have to go. Yeah. No, my number one is uh, Ex Machina. Hell very, yeah. yeah, that came very close. Uh, yeah. That movie, it's a movie I've seen repeatedly, but uh, that doesn't diminish its shine. Uh, everyone, Gleason's good in it. Uh, what's his name? I can never, god damn it, I can't think of his name. Um, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Wonderful, and it's beautifully shot. You know, uh, it, it uh, what's her, is Alex... Vic, I can never say her name either. Alexandra Viclander, is that it? Alicia. Alicia. Viclander? Yeah. yeah. She's really um, good in the movie, too. She's good in it. It's got tension. It's got heart. It's got, like, I don't know. There's – the whole movie – like, I know how the movie ends. It's it's a sign of a good movie when I know how the movie ends, and I still hope it doesn't end that way. You still have, like, that – I still ang- have a little glimmer of hope. Yeah. Like, maybe this time it won't be like that. And the ending is just so, like – horrifying but justified and like the sort of like not the heat it's not a heel turn right but like gleason's character is like doing the right things but for the wrong reasons and he basically gets his shit called out for it it's alex garland's yeah. a wonderful director it's just More so about him later beautiful um yeah i and i, I, also and I love that movie to pieces like it's and, so good and I remember watching it. I was like, I've never – the first time I watched that movie, I was like, I've never seen anything like this. This is fucking crazy. And, you know, we all love cyberpunk-adjacent crazy science fiction sure. shit. Like, this just checks a whole lot of boxes. Yeah, so I feel like – that's a good point, Gogs. Like, I feel like that definitely kind of falls into that kind of category, 100%. Like, it's, just a clean, with what it's cleaner. It's a cleaner well, cyberpunk future. Yeah, but, but it's still. more about, like, what it's dealing with, like – you know, uh, philosophically, I think. Like, right. Like at what point are you still human? At what point do you become human? That sort of thing. Yeah. But that's, uh, those are my, that's, is that everyone's top three? I think we got three. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to yeah. break it up right now. We're going to go, we're going to slide into biggest surprise of movie, the podcast. My wife's biggest surprise was to find out that on our wedding night, I was a heterosexual male. Cause she was not <laughs> counting on that. Uh, so, that was good. That was good. See, I told him to come up with material. This is what I get. Biggest surprise. I'm the producer. Let's, uh, let's kick it over to Alec. Alec Garrett. I had two, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I also have two and I feel like they might be the same too. My biggest surprise was speed racer. Oh no. Okay. Um, the other one I was kicking around was Sonic, but because Sonic was really good too. Oh, okay. But uh, Speed Racer, man, like I really liked that movie. It was and like every insane. every fiber of my being like <laughs> felt like I shouldn't, but I still enjoyed it. Like I don't know, man, it's fucking wild and balls to the wall, and like so hyper. I don't know, hyper everything. Hyper the color is hyper saturated. The like. Dialogue is hyper. The everything is hyper. Every movement in that movie, it just—I don't know. Like it's not like a great movie, but it's something I could see myself revisiting at some point, just to see if it's actually as crazy as I think it was. 
or if yeah, I, I mean, misremembering. Yeah. No, it's, it's fucking wild and out there. And like, it's hard to watch. And I mean that in the best possible way. Yes. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy it. Um, but it was surprising because like it got crushed critically and the Wachowskis kind of suck. Yeah. Like they suck more. They're, they're like, uh, who are we just talking about this more? Or Star Wars. Star Wars is more, more, uh, misses than hits. Like the Wachowskis have a couple of big hits, but most of their movies suck. And their um, misses are bad. Big misses. <laughs> we still gotta watch Jupiter, Jupiter ascending on the movie at some point. I, I, it's Sean's birthday. I will go you know, to that's... the fucking grave defending the, that fucking, like, <laughs> nonsense movie. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'll go with Speed Racer. Sonic almost nudged it just because of the kind of movie Sonic is, and it was so much fucking fun. Um, but I think I was kind of predisposed to like a Sonic movie anyway. I just didn't think it would be that good. Yeah. Uh, TJ. Uh, my biggest surprise was uh, a movie we already talked about a little bit. Uh, actually, both of mine in my biggest are some stuff we already talked about. But Violent Night. Yeah, and I, I also had a, a tie. So, what's your second surprise? Uh, I didn't put down a second surprise. Oh, okay. Well, my second rules. I'm like my second one was, or my tie was, uh, the longest yard. Yeah, you know that was that's a good one because I expected that to be utter trash, and I yeah. really liked that movie a lot. Well, so we all got Violent Night. No, no, no. Mine. I was just repeating. Oh, okay. my, oh, yes. My biggest surprise was Field Freak. Oh, that was a lot of fun. That oh, I yeah. really enjoyed. I think we, I don't know if I wrote down everyone's scores, but. That was Oh, yeah, it was, ni- it was nines across the board, except sh- I don't know if Sean watched it. I don't think but, he was, I think he, all, he missed that episode. But for a movie that cost $300 about a family that goes to the world's worst Airbnb, a, like adjacent to a homemade root beer stand, like <laughs> that movie. Had no right of, to be that good, and maybe it was got maybe oh. got like a little like adjacency bump because it came right off the heels of the foreigner, which ruled. But, but it was so it was so funny. Like the whole movie was hilarious, and it was only like an hour and eight minutes long. Yes, yeah. like that, I, and Perfect. it was hilarious, and it was like that's like like the probably the pinnacle of shot by like shot at home, low budget. Uh, nonsense. So yeah, Field Freak was my big surprise. So you go back to you guys' table, so Violent Night. Yeah, Violent Night was just fantastic. I loved it. I was I was expecting the worst, to be honest. Like when I saw like Die Hard, but a Christmas movie, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah but, this um, movie like just just for kind of like the same Blondie's Yard, but like this had the potential to be just utter dog shit. Oh yeah, yeah, and the people that were telling me it was good are people whose movie opinion I don't usually agree with. So I was like, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like a, it sounds sure, like a. I'm sure, sure, mom, I'm sure it's good. Yeah, right. it sounds like a normie movie, but man, it was, it was so it committed to the bits so hard, and it was yeah. so fun and violent, and like recognized how fucking ridiculous it was, and like yeah. I loved within like the first like ten minutes they were like. 
oh, oh no, he's full just... on Santa Claus. Like, there's no like, yeah. oh, is it like an ultimate store where you're never no. sure if he's crazy yeah. or whatever? It, it wasn't like, no, Arch Enemy. Just... Yeah. It wasn't like maybe yeah. this is just off his rocker. It's just Shout this out to Arch Enemy though. Shout out. But yeah. I also love the fact that they were just like, oh yeah, this is just Die Hard. Like they didn't even dress yeah. it up. They're like, no, it's Die Hard. Oh, they like, made overt yeah. references to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they the Home Alone scene was incredible. Yeah. Like I I loved it. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah, it, it, you know, it wasn't the best movie. My, like, fucking dinosaur bones expectations were, like, very, very well surpassed. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I And I recommended it to a ton of people afterwards. I was like, it's just, it's just so good. You got to watch it. So, yeah, that was my uh, most surprising. Is that everybody? I think that's yeah. everybody. Yep. Now, on to Biggest Disappointment. Biggest disappointment. My wife's biggest disappointment was the find out that I was a heterosexual male on our wedding night. <laughs> Same joke. I'm gonna put crickets. I'm gonna put crickets under that one. That's fine. Uh, I don't give a shit. Uh, I'll, I'll edit out my laughter. Yeah. TJ, you know I love anti comedy. Uh, it's Firewalker. Um, hey, I that was, I mean, that was a disappointment. disappointment? Yeah, did you see that poster? Yeah, the uh, I guess sick. that's true. The poster, the poster was sick. You got Lewis got is it, is it one of those things where because it's a canon movie, you expect a certain level of well, like slap yeah. nuts action and shit? I thought, yeah. I thought that it was going to be goofy and I thought it was going to be fun and like campy and stupid in like the best kind of canon way, but it was stupid and boring in the worst kind of canon way. Like, I don't know. Like, I think I was just fooled by that fucking poster. That poster is so awesome. And like, I don't know, Louis Gossett Jr., even though, like, again, that month was kind of the drizzly shits, like, he's a good actor, and, like, I thought maybe that he could wring something out of that movie. Sounds like a man, ska band. It was so bad, and, like, I don't know, it was, it was fucking terrible. So, yeah, that's my most uh, disappointing for me. Hmm. I also picked that movie, if I'm not mistaken. No, I picked that movie. Oh, I thought I did. I picked Enemy Mine. I forget who picked Iron. Gods, didn't you pick Iron Eagle or is that out? No, I, yeah, I think I think you picked Iron Eagle. Did I pick I'm Iron pretty, Eagle? Pretty sure. All right. Either way, they're uh, all fours. It was everyone was a four. That <laughs> all of Louis Gossett July was fours for me. Uh, yeah. Even Enemy Mine. Even Enemy Mine. I remember mm. liking that. Yeah. yeah, you guys did. I didn't. It was a four, six, seven, eight. <laughs> um. So my biggest disappointment. Uh, was uh, basically just quiet introspection onto Young Gogs' movie tastes because Way of the Gun's not good. Oh, but man. If you, had asked, yeah. if you had asked, I don't know, circa 2006 Gogs, if Way of the Gun's a good film, he would have said, hell yeah, brother. I remember that slap scene? It in. He, he would have said, remember that scene at the beginning where he yeah. tells her to <laughs> shut her mouth he's going to fuck start her head? Uh-huh. How yeah. awesome was that? Yeah, it, it, the, the the opening scene where he decides to just punch a woman. The the opening joke of that movie is, yeah. we're going to break a woman's nose. <laughs> well, her toes first, then her nose. Yeah, like I'm saying, it's more like I'm disappointed in myself than I am disappointed in the film. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Way of the Gun, uh, something that I kind of expected to go, eh, it's probably better than I remember, but it's I not. The, the, the idea of Kobe buying a new copy of Way of the Gun every week. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, uh, Alec, biggest disappointment. Uh, my biggest disappointment. Oh, stupid phone. Don't drop uh, it. Uh, I printed mine. <laughs> was uh, Iron Eagle? 
Yeah, Ooh. that was bad. I remember <laughs> loving that as a kid, too. I remember <laughs> loving it, but I remember, I'm thinking, like, Louis Gossett Jr. is a good actor. Mm. It's a movie about, like, fighter jets set in the 80s. They made a million, a million of them, and they were all were fun to varying levels, but not this one. And they played uh, "Give Me Some Love" way too late, in the, way too late in the movie to save it. If they would have played that earlier and just kept coming back to it, it probably would have got a much better score. But uh, yeah, I was very disappointed with Iron Eagle, uh, and, and disappointed with our security apparatus. <laughs> That's yeah, so, wait, who's who's left with this uh, one? Didn't, like, didn't it have like some hilarious Dio song at the end of it? I remember, like it was something really. Or he made, he like wrote a song for. Actually, I also remember that like Doug, if you're listening to this, I got shot down <laughs> approximately seven minutes ago, and this is what you need to do: look out for that guy on your left. Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, it was like when it's like when uh like when Charlie made like a like GPS directions for Frank and his oh, tape right, right, yeah. Also, uh, to go back to Sean's earlier point, this is one of those movies where the hotshot pilot literally starts World War Three. He like mm-hmm. he like air raids like a fucking nation's like air. Raid. Oh, they invaded a sovereign country to rescue yeah. his dad. Right. <laughs> Who was yeah, and he's blowing up shit. like hard water reactors. <laughs> now they need they need to make a remake of Iron Eagle where Brittany Griner's wife flies in and bombs Moscow <laughs> to rescue her. I'd watch it. I would watch the fuck out of that. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, so all right. Biggest disappointment. Uh, my biggest disappointment, believe it or not, was Morbius. Uh, not because I expected it to be good, but because I didn't expect it to be so aggressively mid. Because it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it generated oh, so much fun. I mean, there was a good half year of it's Morbin time and pondering my Morb and like all those fucking memes, and then the the utter insanity of the movie studio re-releasing a movie because of shit posts, right? Like, <laughs> And then you see the movie, and it's like, oh, this is just like Electra. You know what I mean? Like this is right, even, yeah. besides the have sex scene, it's not even like spectacularly weird or bad or like incompetent. It's just boring and flat and dark and like it's just a nothing. Like it's it's a Flanders nachos, and like for a movie, you expect like you know I brought up the room earlier, but you expect when a movie's memed that hard, you expect like Birdemic or the Room or something like. You can really sink your teeth into, pun intended, I guess. But, like, <laughs> it's just fucking boring. Like, and I don't know what they expected. Like, the fact that this movie got released in theaters and not got sold to fucking Tubi or something is baffling. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I totally... It, it was a big, like, it was a nothing sandwich. Like, there's, like, there's nothing there. It's just... Like, I remember... Not- if we the show and having Nate on there, and, like, there's, you know, we got an extra person, still nobody's got shit to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> like they they would re- they release this in the theaters, but like Warner Brothers won't release Batgirl. Like, there's no way yeah. Batgirl yeah. was worse than this. Oh, no, no yeah. chance. Like, absolutely zero chance. Yeah, and Michael Keaton's in that too. Maybe he sank it. They're like, oh man, did you see the credit scenes for Morbius? We can't release a movie with Michael Keaton. In it. Yeah, it's yeah, too, I, it's, I, it's I, too I, soon for I, Michael I, Keaton. I still go back to that fucking like all the promotion for that movie because like I think one of the funniest things I ever saw was like. They asked the director, like, why is, uh, because remember in one of the trailers, they had, like, Spider-Man, like, spray-painted on a wall, and it said, yeah. like, murder or something on it. And the, somebody asked the director, like, why is that in there? He's like, oh, I don't know. 
Because yeah. they like he didn't shoot it. They put it in there afterwards. Yeah. Like, well, it's like they had they had one good joke in the whole movie they had in the trailer and it wasn't even correct in the movie. It's like I'm Venom. No, I'm Michael Morbius, please to you, meet you. But they don't even like fucking do it right in the movie. You you mean the uh the scene where he he finds a just loosey counterfeit printing yeah. operation that it's he like, turns well, we can't into have a drug lab dealers of... in this movie. It's like a kid's movie, so yeah. making counterfeiters. Like what the fuck are we even talking about? And, and it, yeah. they have a printing press, so obviously I can convert this into my science lab. My what? blood machine. Like a Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna print bat blood now. Like for this movie to be mean this hard, I like I was right. expecting Venom Let There Be Carnage or something like yeah, but that movie point. was great. Yeah, <laughs> that movie was a lot of fun. I love that movie. No, Morbius was a big letdown. I was, I was really upset. Yeah, but I mean, maybe if they get to Morbius too, it'll be like because remember, I, nobody, we didn't really like. Well, you liked Venom, but oh, like, yeah, I'm, I've been, a, I've been on board with Venom <laughs> since day, since day one ish. <laughs> but, but I loved the Venom too because it was like they leaned into how fucking stupid that fucking movie was. Like it was insanely stupid. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> nice costume, bro. How'd you make it twenty three feet tall? <laughs> He's like at a party. He's like at a rave. He's like, yeah, yeah. everybody's <laughs> I can't eat honey and chair. They are best friends. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah your man's got loose chickens in his <laughs> fucking apartment. Bro, Venom 2 rocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, uh, is that everybody's disappointed? Alec, did you get your did yours? I think yep. that's everybody. Yeah, yeah I did. All, All right, guys. Right, so let's, let's move on to top. Langenkamp of 2023. Yeah, the, the category that the woke half of this podcast tried yeah. to cancel. Yeah, Gogs. Freaking live. I count as a whole half now. I thought <laughs> Alec was not into it. Alec is, in, Alec is indifferent to it. He didn't, Either he way. He wasn't rallying against it. He was just watching it. Alec's gotten too down. much pussy. He's like the killer showing yeah. up in his bathroom. Just like you guys. Fuck, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. TJ, uh, who's your top Langan camp for 2023? Uh, it, coming as no surprise to anyone that listens to the show, it's Florence Pugh in Fighting With My Family. Ah. Uh, my, my, the May Queen, uh, may she reign forever. Uh, you know, we all know that I have a, a soft spot in my heart for Florence Pugh and recently single from Zach Brath. So I'm sliding into those DMs. I think you got a chance. Also I mean, a soft spot it, in your crotch. <laughs> well, even <Yeah>. you, <laughs> like an like overripe peach, just like poking <laughs> through his dick. Could you grab a cantaloupe and skin peels off? I mean, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm at least like I don't think Zach Braff is is that much. You know, I'm, I think I'm on his level. Oh, you think you're Brathian? I mean, you I would be uh, minus the fact that he's a famous multimillionaire. There it is. I mean, yeah, yeah. but what, money's not everything. You never know. Okay. Also, I, I never made I never made fucking Garden State. That is cool. that, that, that's a credit. That's a point in my favor. Yeah, but people of, love Garden State. Maybe she idiots. loved Garden State because she was three oh. when it came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. Uh. Yeah. So Florence Pugh for me. Uh. Gogs. Uh. Might did be a dark you, horse did you, pick. Did you abstain because you were so against this? Category? Please don't say no. dark horse pick and pick a black person. Please don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, uh, I'm gonna screw her name up. Zhang Zhi from 2046. Oh, from 2046. Hell yeah, yeah. 
gorgeous. Yeah. She's she's great in that movie. She's beautiful in that movie. That's my that's my pick. That I should have. I guess I could have nuanced that better. But that's uh yeah. Sean. Um. It's going to be weird for people that, because I guess people are still subscribing to this podcast, like, recently to even understand what the fuck this, the reference is to the category. But, uh, oh, that's is, is, there, is there any doubt who I was going to pick? Uh, no. Not for me. TJ, who is it? Who's my, who's my, it's, it's, it's Angela Bassett. That is correct. Yeah, uh, I could have also picked the entire female cast of, uh, Death Race. Couldn't pick mm. a single oh, one, yeah, yeah, or Christina Ricci in Speed Racer. But no, I think yeah. uh, it was foretold that I was going to pick Angela Bassett, uh, my pale horse pick. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, could not be hotter. Like she was just, like at her peak hotness. Oh, but you know yeah. what? In her defense, she still looks great. Like she is. Yeah. She is not. No, which one still was Angela Bassett? One brilliant uh, What's Black that? Panther. She was in Black Panther too. She's like the main character in Did Black we watch, Panther. Wait, were, were we watching that? Wait, what was is Lion King's Strange movie Days. we watched from movie the podcast? She's in Strange Days. Strange Days. Strange Days is a twenty twenty three movie. No. Oh shit! You're right. He's, uh, he's right. Um, oh yeah. Well, then I I divert to Christina Ricci. There we go. Defer okay. to Ricci. Yeah. Yield yield your time. Yeah. It's pinned. Oh. Ooh. Well, there we okay. go. Well, out your turn. Nice. Uh, how would you like to have a tandem conversation about how we want to fuck Christina Ricci? <laughs> uh, my pick is also Christina Ricci. Hell she looked yeah. Great. She looked great in that movie. She too. always looks great. Have you ever yeah. seen the, the, I don't know if it's actually her, but that like mock up of her dressed up like uh, Morticia Adams with the no, dress she, and everything? She did it for some magazine. Yeah. Oh, no, my it's goodness. great. She looks fantastic. Yeah. She's in the Wednesday show and she looks good in that. Yeah. Haven't seen it. It's pretty good. I enjoyed yeah, it. I enjoyed it. Um, she's, you know, what movie is, is, is a movie that I have, like, I don't know. I want to hate it, but I kind of like it. Black Snake Moan. Oh yeah. I don't know what that movie's about. Yeah, I have no idea. I've, I've watched, that, I've watched that movie times. three times and I don't <laughs> understand the point of the fucking movie. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm is pretty it like, Isn't it about Samuel Jackson getting her off heroin or something? Like, oh. can't they ride yeah. it out? I've never seen it. Like, it seemed like... Oh, uh, yeah. Watch I know it. she gets it's, chained to a bed, and then You'll that's... be just as confused as I am. But I, yeah. but it's a movie I kind of like, but I don't know why, but I kind of hate at the same time. Well, it's time. funny, because, like, Craig Brewer makes Hustle and Flow and, like, is critically acclaimed, and they're like, do whatever you want, and he does that, and they're like, you can't make movies no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> True. <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, that's everybody, right? That's everybody. So yeah. now we move on to the uh, top, the, the, the top yin beef to the yang of the yang. Uh, yeah, then, then then with that, I'll just I'll lay down my last joke I wrote, which will be before we get into top weasel. I want to clear the air on something. It's a popular meme here on Movie the Podcast that I'm transphobic, and I would just like to say <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to just set the record straight and say that I'm also arachnophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Spiders are fine. So <laughs> I went, I, I went, I went real Norm McDonald into that one. I was going to say that's a that's a McDonald joke. Like, that's like not bad. I still uh, liked it. So top weasel, top beef weasel. Uh, let's hear from Alec. It is. I got to make sure I pronounce the name right. Probably Latukef. Latukefu. The guy from Barantella. Yes. Yeah, he was great. Pin. Oh, that's pin. Fun movie too. Fun movie. That like I don't. Well, I, 
it didn't quite make like the top list for us, but I, I thought it was very, very enjoyable. No. Uh, uh Gox. Or no, I guess. Go <laughs> we can talk about yeah. how much how handsome he is. Just talk about how he handsome though. He is handsome. He is such a fucking weasel in that movie. Like <laughs> they even like they like downplay how like massive he is compared to everybody. Because if they were really fighting him like they are in that movie, he would obliterate he destroy them. The entire neighborhood. This and dude like, this so dude charming. Takes, like a lawnmower blade and tapes it to his forearm so he can break people's legs with it. It is awesome. And he is a beef weasel. I kind of hate the fact that he's typecast as like the rock now. Maybe rock. Cause he's going to yeah. be in a whole bunch of rock shit. Cause I'm very much over the rock at this point. I mean, I told yeah, you I he showed up as the dead. young in black Adam, they had him. They, he's just, he's just in every rock movie, but yeah, he's great in the, it's glad to, I'm happy to see him in a movie without the rock. He's great on his own. He's charming. He's charismatic. He's handsome as hell. And he's like built like a brick shit house. So, uh, shout out to Uli Latu Kefu. Sean, who's your handsome boy? Uh, I think I typed this wrong. I'm pretty sure his name is Lewis, but I have it as... Lewis? No, I have it as Lois Fan, uh, the titular Ricky oh, from Story of... Yeah. I thought you were going with Lewis Gossett Jr. for half a second. Louise Gossett Jr. <laughs> Julie uh, Louise Gossett Jr. He, he, now, he's not like our typical standards. He's what I think Goggs had once referred to as a twinkish weasel. He's a little bit smaller, <laughs> but he is, he is a Chinese man, so he ain't going to be that big generally. Um, but yeah, man, that guy's fucking shredded. Like, Olo Young would like to have a word with you. Oh, wait, is, uh, he, is he Chinese? I thought I he, believe was he is. Oh, this is gonna just baby boy all over again. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I fucking love that movie. And he's shirtless most of the time, and he's smashing people's heads, and they're karateing all over the place. And he's covered in guts like a good weasel should be, and like he's a uh, incredibly uh, he presents incredibly masculine. We'll say. But uh, that's my pick, TJ. Um, swinging back around to uh, my top picks, I am I am uh, electing Leon Isaac Kennedy, who played Too Sweet in Penitentiary Three. Wow! Oh yeah, and he's got kind of that like Bruce Lee weaselness to go back to what Sean's saying, like a twinkish weasel. Like he's he's ripped, but he's not like bulky. He's got that. That Norm Brayfogle Batman kind of build. <laughs> he's not a he's not a Stallone weasel. He's a, no. Well, he's, he's a, a young he's a young Stallone he's weasel, not, he's not, not an old Stallone up. weasel. Yeah. Yeah. Stallone, when he was younger, he looked like he looked like Norm Brayfogle Batman, yeah. but now he's grown into Frank Miller Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shit, what was I gonna, uh, shit, what were you saying? Oh, yeah, and, and if you want to see him fuck, he has a video available with Jane Kennedy, one of the best-looking women of her era, where they had oh, made a, yeah. por a pornography movie together. Hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I I love Penitentiary 3, and I felt like I wanted to give him his props, because he is yoked Give him his that flowers. Movie. Yeah, give him his flowers. He's totally yoked. And Sean said something like he... He was he was at Sugar Ray Leonard's wedding or something. Like he sounds like a very interesting guy. He made a yeah. porno apparently, like well on accident. Oh, on accident. It wasn't meant to be distributed. He tripped into a porno. Yeah. 
I, I, I feel like leaked pornos like wasn't a thing back then. But no. What, what do I know? Hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I love penitentiary. You leak it on the microfiche. Yeah, God yeah. bless <laughs> the fucking pervert that took it off a fucking uh, like a real dream. It on the <laughs> right. internet. <laughs> I got a slideshow deck. I got to show you. <laughs> slideshow. He's in it. He's in it. All right. Uh, is that everybody? That's everybody. Yeah. So now we're working our way into the 2022 new releases. We're going to start with our bottom three. And just real quick, did anybody else? I turned out I watched 30 2022 releases this year, which shocked me. I couldn't believe I saw that many. How many did everybody else see? Oh, I, ended up, I ended up. I ended up right at 30. Also, yeah, it was a and, and I, TJ. I mean, God, no, you go ahead. I, God I, I felt bless, bad. I didn't keep God, a number. God bless the the Plex and so much stuff coming straight to streaming. Yeah. yeah. And some uh, great stuff. I, I didn't you know, watch as many right movies because I'm doing this new thing where I'm only trying to watch things I enjoy on purpose. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I did watch a couple stinkers. Um, I watched a lot of movies, but I don't. I don't have like a number. And I, I, you know, it's funny because at the start of the year, you can probably go back to last year's Molly's. I wanted to use my my letterboxed as like I was gonna I was gonna log everything I watched, but I didn't. I log I only logged stuff that I could come up with fun little snarky write ups on. So like if I watched it and I was like, Yeah, it was pretty good, like but I didn't have a funny thing to write, I just wouldn't log it. So I don't have like an accurate number, but it was a lot. I mean, I feel like this is definitely a year where I was back at the theater like almost every weekend, like before, just, fo- fo- before, before football. Before, before football. I just don't watch as many movies without you guys. Like they're just, you know, it's not as much fun going to the theater with normies. Aww. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta fly down there and just power through a hard weekend <laughs> watching thirty <laughs> movies. <laughs> Release all the movies now. We'll tell, yeah. we'll tell the president of movies that I've got. No, we gotta get a super uh, cancer. He needs to see <laughs> them all right now. <laughs> we're just gonna save up a bunch of money and do that thing with the Cinemark. We could rent the whole theater out. Yeah, I think you pick whatever you want to play at whatever time you want to play it. It would probably Still, be easier for me to come there than to all of you to fly down here. Still. Yeah, but. Here in Tampa, that's nicer than Baltimore right now. Oh yeah, it's fucking weather wise. Yesterday. Oh, never mind. That's too. That's too nice. That's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, guys. Bottom go three new releases of twenty twenty two. Let's start with TJ in the three seed. Um. So I, man, I gotta say I watched a lot of movies I absolutely hated this year. Um. So the bottom three, I have a a three way tie. Uh, between Hellraiser, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Pinned. and and Scream Six, whichever one it was, mm. which is a movie I forgot I watched until I went through my letterbox and I was like, oh yeah. But if you, it's funny. Speaking of the aforementioned letterbox, if you go through, I have so many half star reviews from this year, <laughs> like uh, it's just dripping out of there. So. Yeah, I I broke format a little bit, uh, but I I had a lot of terrible movies this year. But New Hellraiser, awful. Which one's Pin Guys? Uh, Texas Chainsaw. Okay, Texas Chainsaw, terrible. We'll get more into that. And then the new Scream was like R slash horror movies. Like they <laughs> they tried to be meta again, and it just did not work. And it's just awful, fucking terrible, fucking movie. And they got another one coming out this year. And it's just like <laughs> stop. Uh, so yeah. Uh, a lot of bad stuff. Notice they're all horror movies this year. Bad year for, like, the franchise horror movies. So, uh, Alec. Uh, my number three, which is probably going to ruffle some feathers, um, at least 
one person's feathers <laughs> is uh, midsummer. <laughs> yeah, midsummer. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll literally die. <laughs> be Batman. Yeah, I love that movie. I did not care for it, and I really thought it was overrated. I'm kind of on every, your I, side. I really Alex, every like, everything I heard about it, people I know, reviews, TikToks, was like how great it was, and I just thought that it was over long. It was too dark. Like I, I don't know. I didn't love it. Like I, I loved. I liked parts of it. It, it, not it, not to spoil anything, but it did not make my top of the year list. But I do I I I mean I've said I, all year I've defended it more than I think anybody. I I really it just worked for me. I really it was in the it. it was the 13 seed for and me. I it was wanna, just better than Nope and just worse than it, Prey. It, it's in the play in game. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's in the super playoffs. Like I'll t- I'll tag Alec a little bit. Uh, like I wanted to like that movie and I watched it in parts because it was so long and maybe that didn't help. But like kind of once he gets out of the Penguin nightclub fight, I feel like the movie just like runs out of gas for the next two hours and it's just like it's and it could be just I'm just I'm just done with Batman right now. Like I need a fucking break. It's just and I, too. And I read something. Oh yeah, and that's another one of my problems is that it's like the fifth Batman in like twelve years. Yeah, the fifth actual person playing him. Um, but also like, and I didn't think about it at the time, but like the Riddler's plan to like flood the city to do something to hurt the rich people isn't going to hurt anybody but the poor people yeah. that he's trying to help or trying yeah. to stick up for. But yeah, like, it's not like rich, his people, plan don't, rich was, people don't give a fuck that it's flooded. Yeah. They live on the 50th floor. They live on hills, man. Yeah, it's, it's not like his plan was to raise capital gains taxes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything over 150 grand gets taxed at the 40th percentile. <laughs> nope. Oh shit! His plan is to increase student loan debt payments. <laughs> <laughs> um, God's number three. Uh, my number three for worst movies of 2022. Uh, what well, was the pin? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, so bad. Was, uh, so TJ had it in his multi. Yeah, level sorry. marketing three slot. <laughs> uh, the that movie Fucking is awful. It's egregious and it's unnecessary and it's full of people you don't care for. And when they all get got, you're like, well, at least they got got. Like it's just dumber and dog shit. And I hated every second of it. There, there's also, one scene. There's one scene on the bus that is that, kind of fun. Even that scene is fucking ruined by the fact that like it's so. Like, that movie is, like, caught up in, like, owning the libs in, like, the weirdest way possible. It's, yeah. Because it's, like, the people in the butt, like, Leatherface is, like, this seven-foot-tall monster with a real chainsaw covered in blood. And they're like, if you try anything, buddy, you're canceled. And it's just yeah. Like, like it's just, and, he, and he's also uh, canonically, like, a trillion years old or yeah, something. Yeah, he's, like, 80-some like years old, yeah. And he's hucking chainsaws and, like, oh, No, he's, God. like, he lifted a whole building and smashed someone with it. <laughs> like, that movie's... Dumb, dumb, dumb. So that's my three seed for. But there's dumber. More. That's. that's I I will say too. I will say, guys. The one positive, like the one shrivel, like little tiny good idea. I did like the improvised leather face when he cut that face off and then used that as a mask, like instantly. Yeah. Not a bad idea. No. In a better movie, kind of a cool idea. But a shit movie. 
But uh, yeah, awful movie. Also, it wouldn't work because I think your skin would like it would dry really fast. And... Yeah, well, we can talk about the logistics of wearing other people's skin later. Um, <laughs> Sean, and, and we will, and uh, we will tune in for the after dark. <laughs> My number three is uh, Ryan Johnson presents uh, sh- uh, fucking Glass Onion. Mm. Oh, you watched it. I, did. I watched it. Oh, oh my I, God. I, I can't believe you watched it. I watched it. I had it on and <laughs> like was doing literally anything I could <laughs> to not pay attention to it. Um, the reason I don't like Ryan Johnson movies, I think, and this, this, it kind of started out in Canto Bite and kind of continues on to this day is like, oh, he's skewering rich people. But it's like the only people that say that are other rich libs. Like he is like blue check lib, like it run wild. And it's like, ooh, we're making fun of like Elon Musk. And like, yeah, I think Elon Musk should have his head cut off. But like, I don't think like, you know, like a, uh, fucking, um, a, a pithy barb is enough, you know, like you want to make a movie, make fun of like these rich assholes, just have like, make it like assassination nation or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. let's get to the fucking heart of it. And then like the whole ending with the Mona Lisa. And it's another, like, it's, it's like, you know, if you went to this, you know, some fancy ass grocery store and got all these great ingredients and then just made a, a poop out of it, <laughs> like it served <laughs> it to somebody. Like, it's just like, why waste everybody? You're wasting their time. You're wasting my time. But like, people eat that shit up and it's these fucking boring, stuffy, lib movie critics. Like the, the, I, I hate to dunk on Rachel Maddow, but she sucks. Uh, like these type of that class of people. And it's like, I'd rather watch fucking, my son Hunter or whatever, like a Daily Wire <laughs> fucking psycho right wing agenda movie than watch little, this fucking Dinesh D'Souza for your yeah, ass and butts. Like this fucking milk toast. Oh, we're ta- the takedown of the rich. Like, and, and I think I've made this point in the last Jedi of the movie. We can never stop talking about. It's like, you're going to take a $250 million movie to lecture me about how rich people are bad. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Rain. Like, this <laughs> right, shit yeah. sucks. You suck. And if I ever met you, I'd fuck you up. <laughs> 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 Ryan Johnson, fight me IRL. That was my number three. Uh, uh, you got everybody went for three, right? So TJ, right back to TJ. I think it's TJ is number two. Uh, my God, all of mine are horror movies. My number two is Halloween Ends. Ten. Oh Ooh. God. Okay. Well, well, actually, it's also my number two. So. Uh, okay. Uh, Halloween Ends was just. Like, I didn't think anything could be worse than Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends shows up, and, like... Like, hold my beer. I I don't understand what the point of the movie was. Like, Michael Myers is, like, it, like he, like, psychically links to Corey, and then, like, I, it, the movie's a fucking mess, and then they, like, forgot that they had to have the big showdown between Laurie and Michael, and that feels yeah. stitched on, and... Didn't we do that the last time? Um, My relation to this movie is kind of like if John McCain went on vacation to fucking Hanoi, because it's like I escaped watching this movie because I forget what was going on. And then I went back and watched it for funzos (laughs) for some reason. Um, But, yeah, it's like the the sexy idiot sister film to uh, Freddy 2, where it's like the, you know, kind of psychic controlling. It's like like Halloween kills. What the fuck was the one before that? Uh, the, Hall- Halloween was just the the first one was Halloween. No, 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 the, confusing. The other, Halloween the, Kills was the Halloween the Kills second one. Yeah, the one the other one we watched. That evil, like dies, evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. But, yeah, I was promised that evil would die that night. Like this is it, no more. Like it sucks, but it's over with. We're fucking done with it. We never have to do it again. 
And also, it's like, oh, we're, we're, remember that movie ends with Michael Myers getting. Keep in mind, I, I have to say this every again, time. Like, like Leatherface, he's canonically three hundred years old, and he's he, also he's a human being. He's just a regular yeah. man, and he was his hand was cut off. His fucking he got shot like five times. Yeah. Like he wasn't reassembled like, well, by nanobots in a space also, station. At the end of Halloween Kills, he's literally surrounded by people, and somehow he got away. They don't even explain that in the third one. He just yeah. walked away. I guess. I guess they just. And it's it's like, you know, they're like, oh, well, uh, we can't just have him walk around this one. That would be stupid because he got beat up so bad. Let's just have him shadow king this kid to do his bit. Like, what the fuck are we even doing? Why am I watching this? Like, please. And it won't because, like, people keep going to see these movies and I don't understand why. Oh, and and hold hold on to your butts. Uh, There is a a very uh, loud minority that says that that actually this uh, trilogy – there's the, <laughs> this trilogy is actually brilliant, and it's actually a meta commentary on the Halloween franchise. Sure. And if you want to get really annoyed, watch any of those videos, and you're like, you people are just doing so much work for this utter trash. And they're, the same thing is like, they're like, well, this is this this movie's going to be considered brilliant in 10 years. Like, you know, it's not like, no. Yeah, it's going to be just like the, Blade Runner. Hopefully the nukes will fall by then. I I don't know. Awful, awful movie. Yeah. But that was my number two. Uh, Gogs, right? Yep. Well, I, it can be. Uh, my number two, uh, I think I was the only one who managed to wander into this one was, uh, just Moonfall. It's stupid. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's, uh, it's like unbearably stupid. The entire premise. <laughs> Is dumber than hell. The moon's gonna fall. Isn't like the, the moon, moon is filled the moon, with evil which beings. Is contained, the moon, the moon, which is a space station <laughs> sent by our ancestors to seed planets, which is powered by somehow a tiny baby star, is under assault by a sentient nanotech wave that's trying to wipe out all humanity, and that's it and it's dumb and i hated it i hated 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 it and it's a movie that feels like it came out 17 years ago and also has not come out yet somehow right, like it's, <laughs> it's overdone and unfinished at the same time and i don't understand how they pulled that off uh don't watch moonfall uh if you can at all avoid it alec uh my number two was dr strange yeah in the that was hitting your multiverse hurts. of madness so bad. That movie, like, it's like parents say to other kids, it's not that I'm, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, and, that's, and that's worse. Like, it just, it had all the potential in the world to be, like, out there. Like, something really fucking wild and out there. Yeah. And it was just, ugh. Like, yeah, it's a movie about it. magic. You can do literally anything you want. It's like well, let's just make another one of these same movies the, we always make. And it's like they deal. promised. They promised the fucking multiverse, and there's like one scene of them going through the multiverse, and then they're in like one dimension the whole fucking time. It's like, what? Do some cool shit. Like, what are you doing? It's like that and, episode of Futurama where they're like, there must be a million parallel universes. Like, nope, just one. And they look over there, and it's like, I'm sick of parallel Bender lording that cowboy hat over me. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, the cowboy, cowboy hat. They're all waving back. <laughs> it's, it was just so fucking boring. And also, they, like, they, the writers, like, didn't watch WandaVision, so they basically just, like, all her character development, they threw in the garbage. It was like, what the fuck? Oh, that's Sam Raimi. Just like, fuck it, I don't care. 
Yeah, as long as, I could, as long as I can cram Bruce Campbell and my shitty car into the movie, I don't give a fuck about anything you know, else. Like, mm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, and Star Wars, I guess, to that effect, kind of seem like EA Sports now, where it's just like, yeah. at least with Madden, where it's like, oh, we don't have any competition, just make whatever. We'll just make the same thing every year. And yeah, just update, update, update the roster. This, and year, this year it has a hit stick. Yeah. Oh, I remember QB Vision? That was terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. It was probably bad because I was always the Ravens, and their quarterbacks were awful, so their QB vision would be like a half an inch wide. Yeah, you had like Chris I, Redden, I, and Kyle Bowler back yeah, then. I was playing NFL 2K5 the other day, and like I was playing as Baltimore, and it's like Edward Reed with interception. Like, when does this motherfucker ever go by Edward? This is wild. <laughs> Edward <laughs> Reed. Yeah. And uh, two, the 2K games only refer to people by their Christian names. <laughs> <laughs> their nicknames. Thomas Brady with the interception. <laughs> oh, shit. Raymond Lewis. Like, out. All right. Um, that was number two. Is everybody's twos done? Twos are done. Yeah. Twos um, are done. Number, number one. one. Number one. Well, I guess I'll go. My number one was the movie. I don't think anybody else watched it. Um, I, I remember talking about it. I don't think anybody else saw it. It was called The Bubble. It was a Netflix movie directed oh, yeah. by uh, uh, Judd, Judd Apatow. Apatow. Yeah, I remember Man, you, you talking terrible. about that. Like a brilliant cast, and like it seems like a funny premise, and it's actually kind of based semi, semi autograph, auto, semi bi, autobiographical. Well, not autobiographical because okay. Sam, because he didn't have anything to do with Jurassic World, but it's based on the production of Jurassic World loosely during the pandemic, at the beginning of the pandemic, trying to when they were trying to figure out safety protocols and shit and still trying to film and not have to shit can their quarter of a billion dollars they already sunk into movie costs for whatever the most recent Jurassic I think it just came out this year right mm-hmm. Dominion I think it was yeah, yeah. I didn't see it Yeah, I mean, but it's based on that loosely but it's fucking bad man and the cast is just the cast is stacked and loaded and it's like unbelievable that and I mean, I know Judd Apatow isn't solid gold with everything he does, but usually he's pretty funny. He usually is a pretty good, uh, I would say his finger on the pulse of yeah, he used what to be is funny. funny. He can write some good jokes. Yeah. Um, he used to be, I mean, he was, he, in the early 2000s, he was had banger after banger, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, the bubbles, to quote Gog, suck shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put that um, on the Blu-ray. <laughs> Gods. Uh, we've already talked a lot about this, so I'll be brief. My worst movie of 2022 was that of Michael Alexander Morbius, MD, PhD, The Living Vampire. <laughs> MD, PhD. That movie sucks, and we all know it sucks. And it would sucks you say it sucks shit? It sucks shit. <laughs> uh, to quote Alec, to quote Gogs, the movie sucks shit. Uh, the uh, the only thing that sucks more than Morbius is the movie, uh, Sean. Uh, well, my number one movie is also a movie we've talked about. To quote Gogs, to quote Alec, by way of Gogs, that also sucks shit is uh, Clerks 3. Hey. Which, oh, yeah. Possibly oh the least funny movie I've ever seen that was meant to be funny. Uh, it's just, it's fucking sad. 
But like, it's sad in the way that like you know you feel bad for a heroin addict until he (laughs) like steals everything from your house. Like, yeah, that's sad in the abstract, but I'm still fucking pissed. Like, (laughs) like you know, I was like into like I feel I don't want to do it. I feel betrayed, but it's like, bro, I was like a big supporter of you. Like, I I drove to fucking New Jersey. Big mistake, like overall, don't do that. But like to see, and I know God's has, and like we have a deep relationship in it. You know, Clerks um kind of kicked off my my interest in indie film between that and Reservoir Dogs. You know, uh, but man, does that move? And it's like it's masturbatory. It doesn't understand. Not only does he not understand what people like about Kevin Smith movies, he doesn't even understand the point of the movie he's currently writing. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you got to let everything go. But at the end, it's like, no, go to heaven with your wife who hates you. And it's like, what the fuck is this movie? And like, yeah. also they, they end in the same, like the, the whole movie is about moving forward, but they, they're at the same spot at the beginning, at the end as they are yeah. in the beginning. Like what? There's a fucking deus ex machina with a fucking ex-wife, and it's just like, this is like, you've been writing movies longer than I've been alive, basically. Like, fucking get it together. Uh, fucking, um, and, like, I know this is a minor thing, but, like, we, I think we all knew when NFTs came out, like, there was going to be a shelf life on them and, like, the jokes oh, yeah. about them. And, like, that's in your movie forever now. Nobody's going to know what the fuck it is, God, assuming that, like, you know, there isn't some great purge, which I, I hope. Like, right. I almost hope they burn all books and movies just to get rid of that. Like, it is the ultimate. <laughs> we need that. We need situation. that thing that happened in uh, the Blade Runner, the blackout or whatever. Where, yeah. Like, everything goes away. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it, it is like the, the Terminator series with gods where it's like it, it undoes the rest of the movies for me. You know what I mean? Like, I will, I will not go back and watch any of these movies ever again. Like, I'm so fucking over because I know what's coming. Like, right. I can't even enjoy it unto itself anymore because I can't make that separation because, like, oh, I know what this turns into. It'd be like, I don't know, if you, like, went back in time and were, like, having a lot of fun with Papa Doc Chevalier when he was a kid. And it's like, hey, man, Papa Doc's a fun dude. And it's like, oh, but you know what's coming? Like, right, right, right. Um, I thought you meant I'm 8 sorry, Mile if that, for heaven's sake. I was like, his last name is it, Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if that reference was too niche. But, like, uh, yeah, man, that movie... But, and, like, I knew it was going to be bad, and, like, I had my fucking boots on, and, like, I was bracing myself, and, like, I had that strap to bite and all that shit, and, like, it somehow, it like, I expected nothing, and I was still disappointed. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I cannot. Well, was, to, to, your, to your point, like, I still can't get over, and we talked about this on the show, but, like, I just can't get over the fact that he doesn't understand, like, what a movie looks like and how it's yeah. structured, like... These are things that, like, it not only as someone that's been a filmmaker for 30-plus years, yeah. but, like, as someone who's a, a fan of film, you would assume, like, don't you watch the fucking dailies and you're like, this looks like shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not only does the original Clerks look better than this, but when he tries to recreate the original Clerks in this Clerks movie, it looks worse than the, like, somehow, like, he can't even get that right. Yeah, it's, it's fucking wild. And then... Well, you remember in the movie, in the third one, he tries yeah. to, like, intellectualize his, like, use of black and white, and it's, like, yeah. kind of implying that, like, the current movie is better, and it's like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's even, something like, like, even something like Mallrats looks like a fucking movie. Like, you know, and I'm not fucking sensitive or squeamish or anything, <clears throat> but, like, 
when they made like racially insensitive things in the first couple movies, it's like, all right, you know, whatever. He was young. It was the nineties. Like I get it. Different time. And yeah, he's still doing it. And it's like, it's not funny. And it's like real fucked up. Like that that, joke, that like race, racial joke in the third one, like drops like a fucking lead balloon. Yeah. Like like it comes out of nowhere. It's it's some, uh, some black lady. And she's just like, she's, being as like fucking stereotypical like 90s stereotypical like people don't even talk like that now stereotypically yeah. you know what i mean like he hasn't even updated his stereotypes recently mm. it, 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 it kind of like it's real like with tj and i watched a video about uh this uh this movie specifically i think not that long ago and he's going on about the fucking the uh we're taking it back scene in clerks too and you're like oh my god that's so cringe i haven't seen that movie in so yeah, long i almost yeah. forgot about that yeah it's, and it's just like it's oof. rough it's yeah. real rough. And like, yeah, like, I know we say this a lot, but, it, you know, it, it was, it was, it, it, I don't know. You, you look at everything like in current times, but like, it was a little different back then. You know, you could push the envelope a little bit more, but it doesn't make it age well. And it doesn't like no. retroactively, no. you're like, yeah, that, that bit, you probably could have cut that bit. Like, yeah, probably not, and yeah. Like, no, and it doesn't age well. And like, we know better now, but he did this, he's doing the same bit still. And it's like, yeah. it's not. Like and the one the guy and it's Mark Bernardin who does one of his fifty fucking podcasts that we listens to with and it's like you made your friend be in this scene like how does he feel about that like I'm embar- I'm embarrassed for everybody involved in this production like remember when we were all hopeful because Jeff Anders was like I don't want to do this yeah and he was correct yeah he was right yeah he's a hundred percent right. I, I mean we've gone on you know about Clerks Three forever but it's just like it's 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 fucking embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) but that was my number one thank you (laughs) I'll save my time (laughs) who hasn't given their number one the general now we'll see the gentleman in the the right hand corner of the zoom I'm pretty (laughs) sure everybody has no I haven't gone my number one oh Oh, number one Uh, my number one is a movie that uh, I hope none of you watch I hope none of you get curious and decide to watch it um I actually think that if 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 Gogs and Alec watch this, like if if I pick this for the show, I think Alec would leave the show. Is it Terrifier like, too? No, it's Skinnamarink. Oh. Okay. Uh, one of the absolute just worst pieces of shit I saw this year, and this is a theme for me. But like the fact that so many people are like, "No, this movie is fucking brilliant," it just drives me insane. It's a movie that was like. You know, it's a 10 minute premise. You know, it's like, hey, let's make a liminal spaces movie. Okay. What happens in it? Well, nothing happens in it for the whole movie. Okay. How long is it? Like 20 minutes long? Oh, no, it's an hour and 45 minutes. Mm. Were there any characters? No. What's the plot? There's not really a plot. Oh, cool. Well, let people say it's deep because there's nothing happening in the whole fucking movie. I I fucking hated this thing. Like, I, I don't. I I don't understand like I again I appreciate experimental film I I appreciate low budget filmmaking and, and trying something different uh, you'll get into that into my fucking tops list but this yep. movie is just nothing this is a big nothing burger and it's it's infuriating to watch I mean like it tries like I I I I I, I hate to say this but this is how I feel. I think if you, you, you like this movie, I think you're lying to yourself. Like, <laughs> I don't understand 
what you could like find just appealing doing it for the about clout. it. Well, like unless like somebody described, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I could kind of see their point. They're like, this movie, Skinnamarink, wasn't designed to be watched on a TV or in a theater. You should watch it on like the size of it, an old YouTube screen player with your headphones on. And I was like, yeah, I could see that. Like you should have it on in the background. And while something else is going on, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me. It would be creepier that way. But to like engage with it as a piece of cinema is it, it should be legal. Like I, I, I fucking hated this movie. It's, it's a huge piece of shit. Um, and again, if you like this movie, uh, you're out of your goddamn mind. I'm sorry. Like, there's like, there's nothing to like about this movie. It's terrible. And uh, I will never pick this on the show because again, I, I think it would be the end of the show. I, I think Alec. Well, Alec would probably just just turn it off. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, and, and God and everybody, it's so bad. Like, and I, I just I can't believe how bad it was. So yeah, Skinnamarink is my number one. Skinnamarink also sounds like a name Gogs would make up. Yeah. But they, well, it'd be well, like Skinnamarinky Steve or something. <laughs> I regret when they texted me. They're like, give me some names for movies. I was like, well, here you go. Yeah. Also, Dan, who's, the guy, who's the guy from Walter even, Carbon? I think his name is Joe Skinnamarink. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even realize the parallels to the title until Alec pointed it out. So that that is something, some insight what that Alec it? went. Well, it's the, it's that kids rhyme, Skinnamarinky Dinky Dink, Skinnamarinky yeah. Dink. Oh, I that's, don't know. It's, it's about kids. It must be different in Spanish. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they say over there. El Probably some like chickens or something. I don't know. They, um, yeah, some kind of Mexican, Mexican chicken. Skinner Latinx. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Gogs. Uh, that's everybody on their bottom list. Yeah. So now we are fine. We're, we're running. Before we go to the top five of 2022, do we want to talk about what we're most excited for 2023? Or do we just Everybody go? pick Dune 2 and then Alec yeah. pick whatever. Yeah, save that for last. All right, we'll end. Well, that'll be our finisher teaser for that. Stick around. First, a word from our sponsors, the top five movies of 2022. Uh, <laughs> the, the main segment is also the sponsor. Yeah, we did, we, we finally booked it right. So, uh, so when you, when you, when you say your number five, if there are any honorable mentions, throw them in too, but we're not talking about any of them. There we okay. go. Dad, dad has spoken. We're already creeping up on two hours. Yeah. All right. Number five. Really? Oh my god, yeah. In the five seed, let's talk to Alec. What's he got? Uh, my number five was Hustle. The Adam Sandler basketball coach movie. Um, it was a Netflix original. It came out over the summer, I guess, starring Adam Sandler. Uh, Queen Latifah is his wife. Ben Foster is the owner of the 76ers. Uh, and Juancho Hernan Gomez is his basketball prodigy, um, that he finds overseas when he's trying, he's supposed to be scouting somebody else. I thought it was really, like, I loved that movie. I thought it was really good. Um, Adam Sandler playing, like, legit dramatic roles, he's like, he's so good. But then I saw today when I was looking at my, uh, most excited for 2023, looking at all the movies come out next year. He's got, like, four more Netflix movies come out, and one of them is Murder Mystery 2. Like, oh, God. We like, come on, man. Shows. Just keep yeah. going with the dramas. Just keep if going, stays, or at least the engaging stuff. Not if just he stays the, dramatic and he focuses on basketball, because you can tell he really loves basketball, he does such yeah. a good job. I, I still I mean, like Jack and Jill more than I expected I would. 
I mean, I did too, but like, <laughs> it was terrible though. <laughs> you just like Dunkachino, to be fair. Yeah, and they yeah. still sell those. So you can first... still go into any Dunkin' Donuts and they got a poster that says Dunkachino. I'm not, not Al Pacino. I'm, I'm not Al anymore. Not Al. Call me Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kids from 7 to 17 oh. <laughs> But I really enjoyed it. And the basketball in it is really good. I got to check it out. I do love basketball. I, I think you can dig it. Some of my honorable mentions I'll throw in here. Um, Violent Night. Uh, Vengeance, the BJ Novak movie. Mm-hmm. Um, really like that. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Uh <laughs> Marcel the shell. That's not pain. You can't. Yeah. Marcel the shell with shoes on. I oh, like, you like that. Me. I put that yeah, on the plate. I like I don't that. Think, yeah. Um, the menu. I like the menu. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Two and Thor. Those are the movies I liked that didn't quite make the list. And then, I mean, I watched thirty movies. That's thirteen movies listed. There's a bunch of movies that were just okay. Um, one on here that didn't make the list. Sick. It's a Peacock movie. TJ, I, oh, think, you yeah. would, you would, I think you would love it. I, they advertised is, it a lot during the football game. I need to the watch The acting it. is not great, but we watched it and thought it was fucking fantastic. It's under an hour and a half. All right, it's, I'm so, it's so good. It's a good, like, thriller, but it's also funny because the people are so stupid. Um, yeah. I think you'd the, enjoy it. The trailer made it seem like a comedy almost. Like a it's a, it, it almost is a little, a little bit. It tries to lead more into the, into the horror, but the characters are so dumb that you, at some point you're just like, oh my god, it's, yeah. like, it's comical. All right, I'll watch I think it. I think I think you would like it. I think it was um, on Paramount. I have I it's on P, it's on Peacock. Oh, it's Peacock. Okay, yeah, it's Peacock. Um, Dogs on the five. Uh, my number five spot. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, my five pick was uh, Ray finds the menu. Uh, a film so nice I watched it twice. Uh, I. I don't know. There's something that like it's a send up of foodie culture, which I know I'm a, a part of. It's oh my Ray god! Fines, yeah. Uh, Ray Fiennes is amazing in it. Anna Taylor Joy is amazing in it. Nicholas Hulk's amazing in it. Like everyone's, no one's bad in the film. The premise is is bonkers, and it's so well done. It's it's like it's just funny enough to be a dark comedy, but it's still got a really good social commentary to it. Um. It's it's excellent. If you have HBO Max, please go support this movie. I think it was obviously of the thirty movies I watched this year, uh, top five. It's it's just fucking great. Um, on my honorable mentions to round out my top ten include also include Vengeance, uh, Violent Night, Men, Weird, which I just watched last night and was tremendous, and uh, Matilda the Musical of all things. I really thought it was very good. Sean, your number five pick. Uh, my number five was one of Alex's honorable mentions. It was uh, Beavis and Budhead do the universe. Mm, um, that movie's so fucking funny. It's so funny, and like I think the thing I love about it most is it's not mean spirited at all. Like it's like they take them and drop them into present day, but it's not like a kindergarten cop two like thing where it's like oh everybody's gay now. <laughs> it's like they're just dumb as shit and like that's the whole joke and that works for me you know what i mean like they yeah. they don't they don't grow 
like there, there's no arc. Like it's just all this like insane shit ping ponging them around them, and they're just like fucking just blithely going through it. Like they go to like a um like a, a CRT class in college. They end up in there. And then they get pulled over. It's like, hey, why are you pulling us over? Don't you know we have white privilege? <laughs> like, it's just, it's really funny. Um, and it it's exactly what you want it to be. It is a Beavis and Butthead movie made in present day with all the same stupid-ass jokes you expect. Like, and I really enjoyed it, man. Like, it, it it's a nice, easy, breezy, uh, just movie to watch. And breezy. Breezy. It's sneezy, Mick Deluxe. Mick Deluxe. Uh, Teagles. Um, so my number five is what Josiah saw, a, like, American gothic horror movie that's, like, incredibly dark and foreboding, and I loved it. I thought that it was, like, really different. I thought the structure of the movie was really different and how it starts out as kind of, like, a horror movie and then it's kind of like this kind of grimy like um who's that guy we like uh the the fucking the the guy that made into the furnace scott like cooper scott yeah, cooper you used to you used to like him yeah. yeah i haven't liked his last two movies or who's the other guy sean that that made like mud and uh oh uh fucking make 38 yeah. special yeah. anyway uh, you know what i'm talking about um oh, fuck what is his name is it nick something anyway um it's really good, and it's like I don't know. The ending is Jeff like Nichols kind of, is his Jeff Nichols, Jeff yeah. Hot Nichols. Yeah. Um, it's really like thought provoking, and I love the like. I don't want to give anything away, but like the twist in the movie is really clever. Uh, what's his name? The T one thousand. Get uh, Richard Patrick. Robert Patrick. Robert, Robert Patrick. He gives like a really good performance, and I don't it like um, Nick Stahl crawled out from under the cave that he was living in, and like has a really good performance. Like it's a movie that like, I would have never heard about if uh, I, I literally just Googled like best horror of 2022 and it, it was on a lot of lists, but I, I loved it. I thought it was great. It's, it's not for everybody. Cause it, it gets into some real kind of nasty, grimy stuff about like child abuse and things like that. But it's, it's a, it's a very well-made, like very thoughtful, creative movie. And I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so that's my, that's my number five. As far as honorable mentions go, uh, I'm going to name, uh, I'm going to say the menu as well. I love the menu. I thought it was great, but I'm also going to put prey on there. That didn't make my list. The predator movie. I really enjoyed prey a lot. Um, I also want to say that, uh, duel is a movie I watched tonight, actually, um, that I really enjoyed quite a bit. It's by the guy that made, um, uh, Jesus Christ. He made faults and he made art of self-defense. That's all uh, Amy, Amy Pond. Yes. It's, and it's very good. Uh, and, uh, bodies, 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 which is a movie that I thought I was going to hate watching the trailer. And it was great. It's refreshing. It's a lot like the menu where it's like the cringy parts are completely intentional. And then the whole reveal as to like, how the night like went to shit is fucking hilarious. I, I, I loved it. I, I people it fucking hate that movie. I don't think they get it. I really yeah. don't think they understand. Like, because it, it's kind of like, uh, what Gogs was saying about the menu. Like the characters are supposed to be kind of unlikable, uh, zoomers and they kind of like, I don't, I, I thought the movie was brilliant. I thought it was really tense. I liked how it was shot. 
So yeah, bodies, bodies, bodies is something I'd highly recommend. Uh, that's my number five. So number four, everybody got their five out? Yep. Yeah. Number four goes to Sean. Uh, my number four is Phil Tippett's Mad God. Uh, very uh, good pick. Which is a less of a movie and more of just an experience in sense. Like yeah. everybody knows I love weird shit and depressing dark shit and animation. And it's got all those in spades and it's subtle in spades. Mm. Like it, it's, it's just like a thing that happens to a guy one time, except that thing that happens to him is he goes literally to hell and walks through it. And like, it is just a fucking achievement to know that one lunatic made this entire movie by himself over stop motion. 30 years. It, like a, is, it took him 30 years to make it. It's fu- and, and every bit of it shows on the screen. You know yeah, what I mean? There are totally agree. just, just the fucking opening where it, the elevator going down and all the shit and all the miniatures and everything, all the composites. And like, it's because, uh, you know, it has the aid of modern photography. It looks a lot better than a lot of stop motion does with the compositing, but like, it is yeah. a fucking triumph. And like, I can't recommend it to almost anybody because it is like, it basically has no plot and yeah. no dialogue, but like, I, man, I can't get enough of it. Like it is, it is the, um, the Tetsuo, the Iron Man, uh, up on the projector at Shorty's movie. Yeah. Yeah. Of 2022. Uh, yeah. hi, highly recommend to like four weirdos, mad God. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Gogs. Uh, my number four pick, and I don't know if it's going to end up on else's list, uh, was the Nick Cage vehicle, The Unbearable Weight of Unimaginable Talent. You, you uh, know what's crazy about that? One of the lowest grossing movies of a major studio this year. Criminal. I Criminal. absolutely fucking adored that movie. I love Pedro Pascal. Uh, I love Nick Cage. I love Nick Cage being Nick Cage in this hyper-reality version of himself. Uh, yeah. The the plot is just batshit insane enough, and the fact that Nick Cage plays it so straight makes it even better. Um, it's a ton of fun. It's a really that, enjoyable film. I feel like it doesn't get any love. Um, there's that line in the beginning that that stuck with me, to, where his daughter is in therapy with him, and she's like, she tried. He tried to get me to watch the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari, and he's like, it's a it's classic to watch German expressionist film or something. <laughs> The scene, the scene where they, where he thinks that he's finally like cracked into Pedro Pascal's like drug or gun running uh, empire, and he opens up the secret room just to find it's just chock full of Nick Cage memorabilia, presumably from Nick Cage's real house, including a a, a grotesque Caster Troy mannequin <laughs> holding his two golden forty fives from Face Off, which then later show up in the movie, and like the axe from Mandy, it's. Such uh, that movie, movie, like, like it, Nick Cage shouldn't make any other movies. It should just be the button on his career. I know that won't be the case, but uh, no, I, he's got legit castle problems. Yeah, he yeah. has legitimate. He, castle is the, he is the origin of castle problems. He is, he is castle poor, as they say. Uh, but yeah, that was my number four pick. Uh, Teagles, yours. I just went, didn't I? Wait, I feel like yeah. Did you your five? No, but oh well, then Sean. Then. Go, go around the other way. No, Sean just three now. Yeah, Alec has okay, not then gone. Alec, then. Oh my God, I'm losing it. My number four is Prey. Nice. Yes, Prey was awesome. Prey was awesome, and 
if they just stuck to that uh, pattern, just keep making Predator movies and put them in different places and time periods and make it awesome. That Mad Libs um, premise. I yeah. agree completely. That movie fucking was slapped. And that uh, the whole premise is awesome. The main lead actress, she's phenomenal. Um, the action was awesome. And, like, I love movies with, like, I guess, like, Native American lore. Yeah, it's fun. And it's just really cool. And, like, I I'm think sh- TJ said, I wish they would have leaned more into that. I'm shocked yeah, that after that I wish it movie, wasn't in English. That they haven't greenlit more Predator but in movies. You know what I mean? Predator yeah. but in Cowboy Times or Predator but in Samurai Times. All the shit, you know, everybody the was Predator, saying. Like, the Predator but in Samurai Times seems like such a layup. Like, it, I just, I mean, that'd be so good. I think yeah. Dark Horse Comics has a whole lot of these just laying around the shop. Like, like oh, a absolutely. ninja hunting the Predator to stealth, like, fucking oh, combatants hunting each other. Oh, that sounds awesome. I'm already It'd be in. good if the Predator's on the run the entire time. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah Prey was, for the Predator Prey was, versus the Hand. Prey was a very, like, that was a big surprise. I know we didn't watch it on the show, but that was something I was, like, very apprehensive of before it came out. And then I was like, wow, this was a lot of fun. So, uh, am I the only one left for number four? I think I, am. I believe so. Oh, you already did number four. No, I tried to pass it to you. Five. No, I did. Anyway, uh, my number four is, uh, is senior Cronenberg's crimes of the future. Tinned. Okay. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to numero three. Shh. He did, number three. Oh, he was going to say Sean because it said numero, and then he switched. <laughs> he co-switched you. <laughs> I, I feel like this is also going to be pinned, but my number three is everything, everywhere, all pinned. Along. Pinned. Okay. Pinned. Oh. All right. Yeah, of course that's pinned. So well, I, I, thought, I, 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 you know, not to bury the lead, but I thought Alec didn't like that as much as everybody else did. So I didn't, I but you guys liked it so much, me not liking it as much still. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, okay, where do I go now? Go to Gogs' is number three. My number three is uh, uh, Robert Eggers' The Northman. Yeah, that that almost made my list. I really um, enjoyed that movie. That movie is wild, uh, visually striking. Everyone rules in it. Uh, which, whichever Skarsgård that is, is just an absolute unit. Uh, but Well, Stellan and Alexander are in it. Stellan and, is like the, the – he's like the bear – Plan like leader, yeah, and then yeah, Alexander is the main character. But the uh, the the whole the whole thing visually just beautiful. The the story is you know like sort of your it's um it's Macbeth right? It's uh yeah, it's just you know it's Shakespearean revenge or it's Hamlet, excuse me. Um, but it's it, it's awesome. Robert Eggers makes just some just visually insane films. Uh, I think I've loved everything he's made that I've seen. So the witch, the lighthouse, this, um, but yeah, the Northman came in, I think kind of early last year and wrote out, uh, wrote it all the way towards the end of this year. So big ups to the Northman, uh, yeah. Sean. uh, my number three is TJ's number, whatever it is, uh, daddy Cronenberg's crimes of the future. That was my uh, number I want to preface 
yeah, the meat of my top three. I did not see men, and I didn't see the Banshees of Inner Sheeran, which, from what I understand, might have altered my list, but I'm just going to go with what I got. Yeah. Um, this is a movie that, like, I love because it's bleak, depressing, high-concept sci-fi. It loses me a little bit because it's also an art critique movie. Yeah. Um, and I can't tell, maybe I'm just too stupid, if it is making fun of being pretentious or is it self-pretentious or both. I'm leaning towards both. I think it's kind of it's, both, to be honest. I think I think it's a, you know, and you know, TJ, I think we can uh, test this. It is an examination of Cronenberg, how he feels about his own work. Yeah, I mean, it's super he's literally he's literally like the the whole movie is him splaying himself open. Like yeah. his art is literally cut and torn out of him. Like, it, yeah, it's it's not a very subtle metaphor. Right. But, but, I, but the guy yeah. is a genius. So I'm going to let him kind of be a pretentious <laughs> asshole a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of like this human evolution and like, you know, the commentary on and I, I know I think everything's a commentary on capitalism, but I think this is expressly is. so. It certainly is. I mean, the, the uh, opening shot is like a fucking freight liner that's been cut open, and it's just all of its shit's just spilling out onto the yeah. beach. Like, yeah, come on, it's it's right. It's there. fucking disturbing. It is a. Re- I'll say it's a return to form for him after like movies like Cosmopolis, which I have mixed feelings about, and Maps of the Stars, which I just kind of don't like. Yeah, I don't like either one. Um, of those very much. So, like, I, a big fan, um, it's, I was texting TJ while I was watching it, and it was like, I'm like, I don't know, like, I really like it, and I want to love it, but I don't know if I do, but the third act kind of cements it back to the movie I want it to be, because it's still yeah. kind of two different movies. Yeah. So, that's, that's my number three. I think, it, I think it I, is a very strong three. And I love, like, the crazy visuals, the weird, like, eating chair. The, yeah, think, the chair is enough on its own, you know? I think, like, Vigio Morgenstein yeah. is really good in the movie. Like, and he's got, like, a really weird performance where, like, he's... He, so, in the movie, he's constantly, like, generating new organs that they're categorizing. Yeah. And, like, he's he's basically, like, cutting them out of himself. So, he's, like, this weird, like... I don't know. He can barely talk because his body is like actively like constantly growing new bits. Yeah. It's just like a very odd, like, oh, also, I don't think I said this, but uh, Kirsten Stewart is really good in the oh, movie. She fucking rules. Casey yeah, is I, awesome. Like, I thought she was great in the movie. I, I, I really liked uh, it's Crimes also of the Future. Like, and I'll, I'll stop after this, but it's also like a wet cyberpunk movie, which That's is like a disgusting. genre unto himself, I guess, along well, I guess with Brandon too, with um yeah. what's that really fucking awesome movie he made? The Possessor. Fuck, what the fuck is Possessor. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, like I big fan. Like enjoyed the movie tremendously. Yeah, I'm uh, glad you liked it. Yeah. Alec number three. Uh my number three was everything everywhere all at once. Pinned. Pinned. Okay. Yeah. Um Gox. Uh, my number two, uh, that's where we're up to, right? Uh, is that, TJ, did you, did you give three? your number three? My number three is, North ever, my number three is everything, everywhere, all at once. Also okay. Pinned. So then, so your, God, number your number two. My number two is, uh, Banshees of Inner Sharon. Pinned. Okay. Okay. Uh, Alec, back to you, your number two. My number two was, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, my my number two was uh, Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther two. Uh, Black Panther two, Wakanda Forever. Um, yeah, good movie. It was a very good movie. That movie had like a lot of potential to be really 
bad and like cheesy and clunky. But everything they did, everything Ryan Cooler did just worked so perfectly. And like, talk about production problems. Like your star dies of cancer. Like, yeah, like it's crazy. Poor fucking Chadwick Boseman. But like, then you got to like rework a whole, whole ass movie. Um, around that, but everything they did worked and like yeah. all the, everybody in it is fantastic. Um, Namor, holy shit, man. Like, I'm really glad they didn't, on that guy. I'm really glad <laughs> they didn't kill. I thought I was, I thought they were going to kill him and I was like, come yeah, on. So did I. I thought like, they were, please I thought... don't. He's such a good character. And like, I hope he comes back and one of these other, other it, movies it, at some point. And for me, for a weak year for Marvel, it was a very strong way to end it. Like, I felt like it was a very, like, it didn't feel, it didn't feel, like, overly Marvel-y. Like, it didn't feel, like, it felt like a Ryan Coogler movie and not, like, a Marvel movie. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and the worst I really parts enjoyed of, it. Like, I think we said right after we watched it, the worst parts of it are all the stuff they shoehorned in with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and, yeah, and uh, uh, Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. Because like, they got to have their... Shield and aim. Yeah, because if whatever. you really think about their characters, they added nothing to the over. Like you could have taken them out, and nothing changes in the movie, like at all. So. Yeah, but the movie's excellent, and like yeah, I really liked it. Hopefully, Angela Bassett gets nominated for an award because she was so goddamn good. She was very good in the movie. Um, she got nominated for the "Let Me Slap Her Titties Around" award. Hey, yo, she oh, well, there she got nominated. A very coveted award. <laughs> um. Still on threes, or was that? that no, was, I, that was twos. I'm all we're mixed on, up. I'm all mixed up now. Twos now. Okay. Yeah. Um, who's next? Uh, I'll go so we can clear this one off the board. I think uh, my number two is everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Pin yes. still. Oh come on! Your, oh, yours fuck. is a number one, huh? That's okay. my number one. We can talk about it now if you want, or we can just keep. Going. No, we'll wait. All, all right. right, so. TJ's number two. My number two is the Banshees of Inner Sheeran. I think it's a fucking masterpiece. Like I, I loved it like a lot, and I felt like it's a very you know I I, I reference back to Sean because Sean has has very good quotables, but it's a simple story well told, right? Like it's it's a very simple plot, and it's just the action the act the acting is so well done. The, the way it's shot is brilliant. The dialogue is brilliant. It's perfectly paced. Like, you know, every, like, it's a small cast, but you know, every character on that island. I just, I just loved it. I loved, I mean, I loved everything about it. Like, and I think Martin McDowell is just a fucking brilliant writer. And it's funny because, like, something that's pretty, like, I don't know that in the, by the Tim Stamball metric, nothing happens in this movie. It's not like three billboards where there's like, I mean, there's, a, some, a, there's some arson at some point, yeah, but, but yeah. even then it, that, but that by that time, the movie's almost over. I mean, <laughs> there's some light arson, but like, it's such a good fucking movie. Like I just, it's just, it, it, it is, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's in a movie for adults. I loved it to pieces. Um, I thought it was great. It's a movie I'll definitely be revisiting a lot. I, I loved it. Banshees of Inner Sheer and I can't recommend it enough. So that's my number two. It's a it's it's wonderful to see uh Brendan Gleason and Colin Farrell back together again. It's shot beautifully, the setting's amazing. And yeah, it's a small, lovely, 
movie with a lot of heart and a and, lot, and a lot I, to say, but they don't say I was gonna, a lot. Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot of things in the movie like that they're that they're really talking about without hammering you over the head with it. And I thought it was brilliant. Like I just, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a it's a very very good movie. It's a banger. All right, so uh, my number ones. Has everybody done their twos? Yeah. All right, number one. Number one. Oh, let's go. Go, Gogs. Let's get go it. Go, Gogs. Oh, let's get rid of it. All right. We're going to clear, ev- clear the backlog out here. <laughs> clear the boards. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I yeah. have revisited this movie. Every time I watch this movie, I think I've watched it three or four times now. Every time I watch it, I find something else I love about it. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the the, the themes of it resonate with me. Just the the... <sighs> The message of you're more than just your your failures and your mistakes, and even those turn you into something, you know, bigger than you can ever imagine. Uh, it's it's beautiful and it's insane. And uh, I, I get the guy's name wrong, so I'm just gonna look it up. Short round. Yeah, but I didn't want to say that. But yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, Ki Ki Kwan, uh Like, do yourself a, if you want to just feel good. Watch his acceptance speech of the Golden Globes for winning yeah. this award. Like, watch his interviews afterwards. Yeah, um, I, to, to quote uh, Pat Oswald, I'll suck a dick on the Golden Gate Bridge before I ever watch the fucking Golden Globes. I ain't doing this. <laughs> um, but Oscar he, Oscar nominations come out tomorrow. But, I mean, uh, if this doesn't, if he doesn't get, if he doesn't get, well, it's even well now, I would have said if he didn't get Best Supporting Actor, it would be a crying shame. But if it's, but now him and the. Uh, and Brendan Gleeson could be neck and neck. I mean, uh, this could be the goofiest movie to win a fucking Academy Award. Like, I think I, I I would not be surprised if this won Best Picture. I, it's balls out insane, and it's another thing that, like, when you watch the trailers, you're like, what the fuck is this about? And then when you watch the movie, it's, it's cohesive in the wildest way possible, yeah. and the way it sends all its threads out there and shows you everything and then ties it all back together... It's just moving and beautiful and <laughs> lovely. And as an emotional just mess, this is a great movie yeah. for me. It's got I, everything I, I want. I think I said it when um when the trailer came out, and I was like, this movie's either going to be the best movie I ever saw or it's going to be fucking Southland Tales bad. Like, I <laughs> yeah. have no idea what to expect. But yeah, and uh, I don't. I mean, but just, just the fucking the, scene with the rocks. That's the whole fucking. That scene with the rocks is so good. good. How, how did they make hot dog fingers like an emotional beat? You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. it works somehow. And all the juvenile fucking dildo jokes and like the rakakuni yeah. and like oh rakakuni man rakakuni was great. And like let's you know it, it is also a movie about like a like a fucking like onslaught level apocalypse too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there is a distinct villainous presence in this movie. Like it works incredibly well. And all the the editing and the costuming like just so cool. Like all just like. I, I we said this way back when we first started talking about this movie, but like you know, we just got finished talking about how disappointing fucking Doctor Strange was. Yeah. Well, this is the fucking level of insanity that the Doctor Strange like. This is the multiverse movie that we deserved. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, and this and this movie had like staying power because it got it released I think March of last year. Yeah, it was a it was, it was a, early. It was a very early yeah March 11th of last year, and it hung with. Uh, the entire time. I know, Alec. I know it was on your list. Do you have any thoughts on it? Um, I liked the karate. Hey, the karate was good. The karate, the karate was, was very tremendous. Solid. Um, no, I just 
I hope it wins awards, but like it's already getting snubbed for some of the lesser awards, like the wardrobe and costuming and stuff like that. Yeah. And That's like uh, makeup effects and stuff. Like, I, I, did I send you the TikTok? But it was a, it was a TikTok or something I read. And it's like the all you got to do to all you got to do to win the makeup award is put a white guy in a fat suit. You don't like. Oh yeah, yeah. Then you see all the uh, all the different like costumes and makeup shit they did with the daughter in this, and it's like she legit looks like a different person every time. Yeah, but but. Put a white guy. Put, She's put, put, put so Brendan, good at it. Stephanie Fraser in a fat suit. And just, yeah, or yeah, Colin and uh, Colin Farrell and the penguin. And dressed the Colin Farrell just, up as Richard Kind. Just the yeah. fact that uh, <laughs> the fucking uh, it's got an extended in the mood for love reference in it is like that fucking the seventh seal in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey right, level yeah, yeah. of fucking reference. Like it's so good. Yeah, great movie. Fucking great movie. <laughs> Um, and a movie you can recommend, I think, to just about anybody. I've yeah. not shown it to anyone yet who hasn't liked it, and I've picked, and it's been kind of across the board. Uh, TJ, your number one. Uh, my number one is Alex Garland's Men. I I can't say no. Like I fuck it. This movie, it, it didn't work with a lot of people, but I don't know. It resonated pretty hard with me. The first time I watched it, I was just blown away by the fucking mood of it. The fucking the weird, like, almost cosmic horror elements towards the end of the fucking movie. Like, I love uh, Jessie Buckley. I think she's great. Like, she was in one of my favorite movies last year. Um, I'm thinking of ending things. I thought she was great in that. I think she's great in this. Like, I I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was – I've watched it, like, three times. Like, I, I, I think it's a very challenging movie, but I also think, like, people kind of mad at it because I think it's also kind of – it's challenging, but it's kind of simple in what it's saying. Like, it, I guess, like, people are upset because it's like, oh, oh, man, bad movie. It's like, well, yeah, but we, we kind of are. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, wow, I don't think there's a kind of about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there is a, you know, just because, like, someone's putting that out there, like, people have this reaction to it. It's like, yeah, but watch the movie. Like, their toxic relationships exist. They're all over the place. You probably talk to people every day and you don't even know. I, I just, I thought the movie was great. It's, again, as like a horror metaphor, I thought it worked really well. I loved the fact that he cast that, that, I can't remember that actor's name. He's a British guy, but he's the one man in the whole fucking movie. Like he did. Oh, it's like Rory, yeah, Rory, Rory something. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it is Rory something. He's so good in the movie. Like he really does feel like different characters throughout that whole movie. Like, and it's wild because it's just him. And really with minor costuming and makeup, you know what I mean? Like he literally, some scenes, he just has like different hair, but like he feels like there's a part in the movie where he, he plays like the guy that is like the, the keeper of the house. Like she's at this like kind of like Airbnb type thing. And the first version of him you're introduced to is this kind of sweet guy. And then when all the like horrific shit starts going down, he shows back up. And it's almost like as the audience, you're like relieved to see him. And then at one point you think he's dead and you're like, oh, no, like, but it's weird because it's the same fucking actor. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that to me shows the sign of like a good actor where it's like I've already disassociated what he looks like. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, I can't say I love this fucking movie. Like, I really did. Like it it struck a chord with me very hard. I'm, it's one of the things I'm glad I got to watch it in the theater. But I, I really, really liked it a lot. So that's my number one. Uh, 
Sean. Uh, my number one is Riley Stearns' Duel. Yes, I watched that uh, tonight. Excellent movie. Uh, that movie, on the flip side of Everything Everywhere All Once, is a movie that informs you that no matter what you do, you will not change. To wit, you can have a duplicate be made of you, um, be very excited about being alive, and then eventually become you, and will be exactly the same way. We'll have the same depression, the same problems, and no one will care. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a movie that's a very uh, high concept sci fi, very small story, uh, and it is just that story. You know what I mean? Like not like a Crimes of the Future or an Everywhere Everywhere All at Once. It's uh, but it's it's, it's doing... also funny. Like uh, that it's what you just said sounds like yeah. very like hard like hardline kind of depressing movie. And I mean it is, it still is, yeah. but it's also like very funny like it's it so funny some... so like the, the the plot the basic plot is not spoiling anything is like you can have a duplicate made of you if you're dying but it has to be if you're dying because there can only be one of you and when one of the characters is like well why can't we just have both of them running around and they're like oh that would be silly like it's so what is the girl's name from uh doctor who that's a star karen, of the movie karen karen, karen, karen gillen, gillen? Gillum. Yeah. She she has this illness that causes her to cough up gallons of blood <laughs> while she's sleeping. Yeah. And she's like, I think I may have a cold. I read on the internet that that is one of the symptoms of having a cold. Like it's it's hard to describe the way the yeah. dialogue is delivered. Well, he takes that uh everybody very, talks like yeah. an instruction manual. Yeah, it's it's that it's by the same guy that did uh, Art of Self Defense. So it has that it has that cold stilted stifled delivery. But like yeah. this is like I feel like it's even more pronounced yeah. than it was in Art of Self-Defense. Like, everyone talks in this kind of... And it works, too, because the the clone, I would say, speaks more robotic. But by the end of the movie, everyone kind of talks like that. So you don't really... Like, there is some kind of confusion as to who's the original, who's the clone. Like, I don't know. It's, it's so good. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, but, like, there's... You know, they go to a clone support group, and one's like, yeah, I survived the duel, but I don't know if I want to be alive. Like, as he's having the same problems that the original had. Yeah. You know, and, and it all hinges on the reason they have to have the duel is because it's like... I don't want to spoil the whole movie, but it's so... You know, it's like her boyfriend calls her, and it's like, <laughs> oh, you accidentally listed me as your emergency contact. I, she's like, oh, I believe I have a cold. It's like, you have a terminal illness. When did you find out? Three days ago. I'm sorry, I got busy. I did not call you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it, like, you know, every time the clone meets up with the, the original, the original's like, please understand, I will do my best to kill you. And she goes to learn um, fucking death combat from... Uh, what's, from what's Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a movie's fucking hysterical but it's also like incredibly bleak and depressing and the end scene is one of the best fucking oh, like so good yeah. uh you know fade out endings it's just like this you know this clone realizes like oh no i or well if it is the clone um it's, it's yeah it's, it's up to I, I i'm literally the same person like i i can't even if you reinvent yourself you're gonna end up in the same place like and you know i i i fucking love this dude he's made three movies they've been absolute bangers all three of them uh, i know tj is a big fan of fault i know me tj yeah. and dogs all love the art of self-defense and That's like correct. this movie um is, i think this is his best movie like, i think I, it's his best movie too i i don't think it's quite as funny as a art of self-defense, which has like somewhat of an upbeat ending, I guess. Yeah. And this does not at all. 
No, this but, doesn't uh, have this doesn't have the scene where he he listens to metal, which is one of the funniest <laughs> scenes like fucking ever. Yeah. Uh, uh, and do you have any passions? I mean, besides your newfound passion for metal. For metal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll watch it. This guy's like in my new uh, my new canon of directors with Yogurt Lanthimos and a couple of these other cats, the Jeff Nicholses, and like I just I fucking adore the way his sensibilities are. So. Uh, that was my number one. Alec. Uh, we know Alec. My number one was the, uh, Daniel Radcliffe vehicle. Weird. I knew it yeah. like that. Yeah. It fucking rocks, man. Like, I need to watch it. I'm disappointed more you guys haven't seen it. It's so I'm gonna, fucking good. I, I had to, I blasted through like four movies. I watched, weekend. I watched it last <laughs> night and it was my number six. It is really. It's, it's, so goddamn funny. It's like pop star and walk hard good. Yeah, it's tremendous. Daniel Radcliffe is so goddamn funny. He's so, like, I can't overstate how hilarious he is in this movie he's as Weird Al. He's had a fun career post-Harry Potter. Like, well, I feel like I he's doing everything in his power to not be typecast as Harry Potter. I, I always think of... He did that movie Horns. That movie fucking rocked. It was good. I like that movie. And then he fucked a horse at a play or something. He fucked a horse in a play. He did Swiss Army Man, which Love is really oh yeah, Army Swiss Man. Army Man. That's by the same people that made Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, same directors. What the, the, the Daniels? Daniels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, weird. Just it. I I just like I loved it, and like I love Weird Al. Weird Al is like one of my favorite artists of all time. Um. And when I saw he was making a biopic, I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. But then, like, as I realized that he was spoofing his own life in the biopic, too, just like he spoofs the songs, like, yeah. or parodies. It's just it's definitely it's way fucking to do it. brilliant. And there's there's a part, and Gogs, uh, you'll appreciate it because you've seen it. There's a part where, like, he takes one of the spoofs, and in the movie, he creates it as his own first I fucking died. And then, so I thought, like, canonically in the movie, they were just, like, wiping out this artist like this artist didn't exist because of other issues that have arri- arise from them well, it's lately. It's got Michael, Michael Jackson, I would assume. And I will, yeah, okay, fucking Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Glad you could put well, we, the we puzzle can't pieces talk about, together. We can't talk about Michael Jackson on the show. It was David Allen Coe. I was trying not to, like... <laughs> Yeah, he's had some Spoil it for uh, people not in the know. I oh. mean, people didn't know Liberace was gay till like five years ago. Wait, That's what? True. Hang on, what? <laughs> um, but he 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 writes he writes uh, Eat It, and he like plays it for record producers, and they go nuts about it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so they're just like in this universe. He's just taking credit for that. Like they're just gonna gloss over that Michael Jackson doesn't exist because he's funny. a child rapist. But no, later, like a half hour, like a half hour later on, they're like, uh, "Al, we got some bad news for you. Michael Jackson unparodied your song. No, he parodied. They, 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 or he parodied. He, he yeah. double parodied it. Or parodied. No, he no, he parodied your song. He's like, and the the reaction he gives is like, how how dare he? How could someone parody a song? Who would do that? <laughs> It's so fucking funny, and everybody in it's great. There's a scene like, uh, what's it? Rain Wilson plays Doctor Demento, 
and they have a scene at his like house with a party and it's like every niche 80s celebrity you can think of but it's all like modern day actors playing them like Jorma Tacone plays Pee Wee Herman um <laughs> Conan O'Brien plays Andy Andy Warhol, I think. Andy it is. Warhol. Emo Phillips plays Salvador Dali. <laughs> it's so it's so fucking good. But they get uh they challenge uh Wolfman Jack as Jack Black. He challenges him to a to create a parody on the spot to prove he's the real deal. <laughs> and he does with uh another one rides the bus. And mm-hmm. then uh, D- David Dalmatian plays him. The polka dot man. Who's the worst member of Queen? Like he was the bassist in the bassist in Queen. I can't remember his name. But he's in this party. Because Queen wouldn't let them use any of the other famous members (laughs) in the movie. (laughs) So they made him use the fourth the fourth famous guy. And he invites him to play live aid with him. He's like, no, no thanks. (laughs) Get stuffed. (laughs) Oh it's the movie's so fun. It's like it's fucking brilliant. And like it's like a Roku original, like Roku, yeah, we're yeah, Roku, Roku coming up with these like m- money to finance movies. But goddamn, I fucking loved it. I watched because it because they're they're in every television now. I guess that's true. I mean, the yeah. cast is absolutely ball, and there's like throwaway parts. Like Michael can, McKeon, he's just there to introduce Weird Al to a biker bar so he can play "I Love Rocky Road." Like that's all he's there for. Can we, uh, real quick, while we're talking about this movie, um, can we just do a quick shout out to Dumbest Take Ever when Gogs texted last night that, what is her name that plays Madonna? Oh, yeah, Rachel, Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Rachel Wood Wood playing Madonna unlocked something in Gogs where if I know two things about Gogs is that he likes skinny blonde women in 80s fashion on same, and now it's a a skinny blonde woman playing another skinny blonde woman in 80s gear. And somehow he's just discovering this thing he never stops talking about. Yeah, basement rules. (laughs) Of your own life. Yeah, but that movie fucking rules. It's a good time. It does fucking rule. And the soundtrack is, I was listening to the soundtrack while I was cooking dinner tonight because they he's remastered all of his, all the songs are Weird Al singing them in his 2022 voice, and he's still got it, man. That guy's a talent. Yeah, sounds great. Um, So oh, I guess, damn. I guess we're to, uh, most well, excited. <sighs> Wrap this, wrap this thing up. Um, I don't. I, I can't pick one that I'm most excited for. There's a lot of movies I'm excited for. Drop them next all. year. Uh, all Ant Man. Ant Man. I'm excited for Ant Man. These, these Marvel movies coming up this year all look like they're gonna be sad. Like they all <laughs> look like they're gonna be depressing. But it feels like after the Infinity Saga and this little whatever they've done in between, mm-hmm. now they're starting to, like, get traction again, pushing Kang. Because yeah. Jonathan Majors looks fucking tremendous as Kang. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm I'm embarrassed to say I really want to see the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, no. I, I, I kind of do, too. Knock at the Cabin. Like, knock it looks, at the Cabin. Or maybe it's not knock on. I forget what it's called. No, knock on. Like it is knock at the cabin. The uh, trailers look really good, and like I know like, the trailers don't tell everything, but his last few movies, the trailers have looked awful. 
And this know. one, I've seen the trailer a few times, and I'm like, it doesn't look bad. It, it's going to be bad. You I'm know, with um, you there, buddy. I'm like, I kind of want to see this. Um, I'm excited well, for Cocaine Bear, uh, <laughs> Creed Three. Yep. Yes. The Mario movie, yep. Renf- Renfield. Really? I I don't know about Renfield. I don't know I've I've seen a one little like clip from a trailer over and over that looks funny where uh Nicholas Holt like breaks into a like a group therapy session and Dracula yeah. can't get in because oh, he wasn't because he wasn't invited okay. and then All right, the I'm, already, I'm already sold that's fine and then the <laughs> therapist is like no no come in everybody's welcome here he's like no you can't fight him in uh, okay <laughs> never mind sold yeah I didn't see that all right it's funny um, like the new Guardians movie which is supposed to be the last one. At least yeah, in this gonna, version, and I'm like, they're gonna kill off everybody. They're I'm pretty sure they're gonna wipe out at least half the cast, and that's uh-huh. gonna be traumatizing. Uh, Spider Verse comes out. The new Spider Verse movie comes out. Oh my god, yeah. Yep. And uh, Dune two. Yep. Mine is Dune also two. Dune two. Yeah. Can't Dune wait. two on top of all those other ten movies I listed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually yeah. like this is the first year in a few years that there's several movies that I know are coming out that I want to see ahead yeah. of time. The past couple of years has been like I've heard of things as they come up or right around when they come out. I actually have some stuff like planned out that I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah. Uh Gox. Um yeah, mine I just there's your next year does look tremendous. I've got I just put four down here, most of which our covered ground that you already hit. I'm, I'm, I think I'm most excited for Dune Part Two, just because I absolutely loved the first one. But I know I'm excited to go see the Mario, the Mario Brothers movie with my kids because they're gonna have a great time with it. I'm excited to see Creed Three because uh, Jonathan Majors rules, and I can't wait to see him as Correct a bad me guy. If I'm wrong, but wasn't didn't we used to do predictions, and I think your prediction was that Creed Two was gonna be shit. Oh, I thought Creed oh, Two was gonna be the worst. I, I, yeah, I was yeah. very anti Creed. Yeah. I was like, I was, I, I was, said it was wholly unnecessary. I was completely wrong. Yeah, it was. Really I admit good. that. Um, and uh, one of the ones, something you didn't mention, but I think probably TJ will be interested in, is I really want to see Bo is Afraid, yep. uh, the I new Ari Aster. Yeah, yeah, the new awesome. that looks wild as shit. It looks like weird, like Lynchian. Like it's funny because he described it as a comedy, but after watching the trailer, I don't know what the fuck that movie is about. And I, I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't led me. I, I like what he's done thus far. So TJ, what are you? Uh, you? Uh, well, first and foremost, and I, this almost doesn't count because I'm going to see it in two days. But I'm looking forward to Brandon Cronenberg's new movie, Infinity Pool. Hell yeah. Which is also like about cloning, I think. I don't know, but Brandon Cronenberg hasn't let me down yet. Like I love Danny Viral. I fucking adored Possessor. And I just I whatever he puts out, I can't wait to see. Uh so I'm really excited for that. Um Alec already mentioned into the Spider Verse two. Like I mean, we all love that fucking movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dune two, obviously. Um y'all are gonna hate me, but Oppenheimer, I'm looking forward to seeing whatever. I don't have any. Oh, I kind of want to see that. Barbie also. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, yeah, like, I want to see that as well. Fucking Ryan Gosling in that Ken getup is yeah. hilarious. And I, I kind of like Greta Gerwig. Like, I don't care for her husband very much, but I like her movies in general. Lady Bird's um, fine. Like, I, I don't know, think I, it's. I, I didn't like, think I it was, enjoyed it, but it's yeah. not like. 
a, like a fucking revelation or anything. You no. know, just a good movie. But I liked it. I mean, I enjoyed yeah. the movie. I, I didn't think it was like the best picture that year or anything. Um, but yeah, I I don't know what the fuck Oppenheimer is going to be, but I want to see it. Like, I don't like it. I don't know. I, anything just, Nolan puts out, I'm interested in. And the fact that like, you know, it's going to be some crazy spectacle, but like, I don't know, like, like, I mean, it, it's about the development of the nuclear bomb, but I don't know if that's like, how is that a plot? Like, I don't, I don't know. He actually created his own nuclear bomb. I still think to blow up <laughs> for this movie. I heard mm. something. I still think the, 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 the Simpsons meme where it's like, goggles people were using real nuclear <laughs> explosions. <laughs> the goggles, they do nothing. Um, uh, what else? A uh, bow is afraid. Uh, it's gonna. It looks like another good year for movies. And and like most of the time, eight thousand Shutter movies that I don't even know about yet. Oh, Becky two uh, coming out this year. Oh hell yeah! I, I, oh, I, I no. They haven't released a trailer for it, but like, is she gonna be the leader of the white supremacist in this one? No, the plot. They 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 released a plot synopsis because it's doing the festival circuit in a few weeks. But she apparently. It, so she, according to the plot synopsis, she's been living off of the grid for a few years, and she infiltrates basically the Oath Keepers as they're planning January 6th, and she kills a bunch of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> yup. Impossibly <laughs> based. Sign me the fuck up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, looking back at this year, a shockingly good year in movies, so I'm looking forward to another one, hopefully. Um, Sean. I said it's Dune 2 and Barbie and Spider-Verse, which I keep forgetting because it it feels like it's supposed to come out every year for the past three years. Yeah, what's funny is that, like, Dune, I feel like Dune just came out last year, but it's been, you know what I mean? It's one of the things I'm happy that, like, time is speeding by. What's Dune movie, man? We were waiting for that thing to come out for years. Like, it felt like it, it was never coming out. Yeah, and now it feels like the next one is right around the corner. So yeah. it is right around the corner, so can't wait. Uh, everybody, that's everybody, right? That's it, man. Almost three hours. We did a we did a long ass show. Anthony's we gonna be it. very upset. I'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, well, these listen are always to, long. Listen to it at one and a half speed. We won't do an episode next week to counterbalance. You can just we'll break it up into two parts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's not a all right, idea. Uh, that's the Molies. Alec, what is next month's theme? Um, that's a good question. Um, hang on. Palentine's Day. It's buddy cop movies. Oh, oh, nice. I love that. Buddy cop movies. Does anybody have a pick that comes to mind right off the top of their head? Um, no, I mean, technically, we could still do another January Wait, theme. Did Sean say narc? Yeah, that's a buddy cop movie. Yeah, that's a buddy cop movie. Absolutely. <laughs> two cops. There are two cops. They are friends. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with picking Narc. I love that movie. That and I haven't cool. seen it. I haven't seen it in a very long time, so I would be perfectly fine with Narc. It's like Training Day. That's a good buddy cop. But I good. Mean, that would still count. If, I mean, we already yeah. watched it. But yeah, that would count. I would count that as a buddy cop movie. I know what I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking either that or The Last Boy Scout, if that counts. That counts. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. I'm picking Tango and Cash. I can tell you that right now. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be Tango and this, Cash. Oh, this, this one's going to rule. It's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. All right, so we're doing NARC next week? I'm good with that. All right, cool. NARC. Uh, All right. Directed by, what's his name? The, Joe uh, Carnahan. Joe Carnahan. Joe Carnahan, yeah. yeah. 
All right, cool. That's the Mullins, right. everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, another and, uh, year. That's what, six or seven we've been doing another this Another year down. Yeah, god damn. We've been doing this for so long. Yeah, pay us. Haven't, haven't made a cent. Yeah, we've lost more money. <laughs> we're, we're deeply in the we're, red. We're underwater. I'm so poor. I, I can only afford burgers, little microwave <laughs> burgers. Uh, anyway. yeah. uh, all right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.